incredible. There are a lot of them, and <laughs> it's so many. Oh, wait. Okay, so many of them. Let me scroll down. There are so many of them. And they're all so pretty. They are all so pretty. No, stop talking. I'm oh. sorry. <laughs> let, me, let me do the. <laughs> okay. We'll get there when we get there. Okay. <laughs> this is the pre-show banter of us still talking about we're supposed to yep. talk. The pre-show okay. banter is me being like, shut up, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, three, two, one. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special, fun little side episode of the Silly Marillion, uh, a kind of show segment we like to call The Eagles Are Coming. The Eagles Are Coming. They are coming. Where we uh, analyze, to our best extent, uh, how the Rings of Power show is coming along. Uh, we have done two previously, uh, one featured our guest today, Aaron. That was the first kind of reveal picture of uh, what we were going to get in the show. Somehow. I don't... It, again, <laughs> the marketing has got, gotten me by the balls because of how incredibly <laughs> tantalizing and also how incredibly vague it is. That I. It that was a perfect analogy, Paul. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> We both really benefited from that one. I'm the the image I have in my head right now. Perfect, exactly what I wanted for this whole stream. Well, Aaron, wasn't it you who said you felt like the show was edging you? Yes, I did say that. That's true. That's true. I'm sorry, I, I I I take. I, Corey I is the only innocent. This, this is why our podcast is 18 and older. And <laughs> truly, I'm very I'm very glad that you just told me that. <laughs> yes, you yes, don't feel free. Or you will not be scarring any young ones. Okay. Um, but. Uh, Yes, and then the second uh, episode of Eagles Are Coming was just me and Tori, where we just kind of talked about the reveal trailer that they did, and just how cool that looked, and kind of gave our own little hypotheses. Uh, but now, Amazon oh, now. has twisted my balls even harder <laughs> with this new release of these posters, and of course, on to talk about it is uh, my friend and lifelong nemesis, Aaron. <laughs> Hello. Thank you for having me back after last time. <laughs> who, runs, who runs the gambit of me being like, oh, I love you, man. And mm. then also, I hope you die, you fucking, <laughs> you bastard. It, it is a perilous relationship. It is very perilous. I did not understand. I am an only child up until the point where I met Kaz, and now I'm not anymore. It's very. It was a very sudden, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just the mom other. trying to simmer down the kids. Mm. All right, kids, let's save this for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> very important that you're here. I must say, um, I do feel like you are more like the older sibling. You are like <laughs> our older sister. And like, Aaron is the beset middle child. Yeah, I am. And I am the younger child. sibling yeah. who is there to cause pain. Mm. Um, Brilliant. Yes! The marketing wizards over at yeah, Amazon, wizards. the evil corporation, have basically <laughs> created... And as we know, wizards are evil, so yes, absolutely. Alright, let's... Out Sorry. of the gate, okay. God, help us <laughs> Damn it. I love the chaos already. So, oh so God. for those listeners who might not already know, uh, Amazon dropped, Amazon Studios dropped how many images? I don't even know. Um, 
of just like a torso and legs and some very sexy hands. Not even holding... legs. Torso <laughs> and hands. Torso and there are some thighs. <laughs> are, we get some thigh? Uh, holding various 22. props and fun little things. And oh, 22 images. Holy mm. cow, that's a lot. I know. It's so many. And they just dropped it all. So on this this episode, we're going to discuss and dissect every single one. Every single one of them. I have thoughts. <laughs> I have. Aaron has, and it's probably for the best that they actually have their thoughts compiled by now. Yeah, uh, is that why you did it the day after? That is yes. smart. <laughs> well, the, I did. Yes, that was. It was completely planned, and not just me <laughs> being like, "I have no energy today." I'm, I apologize. <laughs> um, but yes. Valid. So, without further ado, let's dig into this scrumptious non-meal that Amazon has put before us. This hologram like roast that they've cooked this for is... us. It's not going to go down easy, this one. It's not, this one's not going to, this is a tough swallow, right. this one. Can I describe the first image and then have y'all react to it? Please, please describe I, the images. I feel like y'all have a lot of thoughts, so I really want to describe and oh, open it yes. up and just see the chaos too. We got to get right. Tori something to do. <laughs> <laughs> so first one, we have uh, some strong hands gripping a, looks like an axe, and metal iron axe. And they're wearing this uh, dirty, regal, orangish color outfit. Uh, three rings on the hand. Mm. Yes. Thoughts. Oh. Uh, with like <laughs> gold paint kind of like dusting the this fingers. Is, yeah. This is the thing. The gold paint dusting the fingers is, I have many thoughts about. We, we, we need, it looks but we like need a to red do beard. more general things. Like a red yes, beard has, as well. This this I is even the beard. He's got a red beard kind of in the background. I'm pretty sure it's a hammer, um, the thing that he's holding, just simply because of the big head. But um, it, admittedly, we actually can't tell. We can't see the rest of it uh, on the other side. Um, and and he has this like really interesting um, diamond-shaped scale mail that is, yes, this in incredibly intense like copperish, dark red copperish color, which is beautiful. I love it. Um, they really popped off with the wardrobe. It, listen, I was terrified. <laughs> listen, We're we just have to get starting. this out of the way first. My God, <laughs> we have to get this out of the way first. Okay, the, the these I was so I was so anticlimactic about the show for like since since a few few weeks ago when the fellowship of the fans who have been plaguing me, plaguing my life <laughs> with their terrible leaks that they keep sending me. I was I was like low 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 bar for this show. Let let the record show that. Uh, the Silmarillion has no uh, beef with the Fellowship of the Fans. Sorry. Any uh, opinions <laughs> of our guests are their own, and I do not reflect the feelings and opinions of the show. Thank you. It's not them. It's the leaks that they give me. It's not their fault. I'm blaming the messenger. I'm aware, but they, but <laughs> but the 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 I was very low on excitement. However, these images have so much color in them. They're so unique. They all have so much interesting costuming towards them with gorgeous with costuming. Gorgeous costuming. And and it and I and the one thing I was most terrified of was that they would go for Peter Jackson's like bland, washed out aesthetic of mm. of of really no color at all, especially in like if you think of Gondor, it was miserable to look at. Whereas no, Speaking they, no, of color as well, I'm very excited to see colored hands, as in people of color. Mm, exactly. Sorry, yes. Okay, continue. <laughs> no, no, absolutely, exactly. 
though, because that is and that is exciting. Because again, in Peter Jackson's completely washed out, pale skinned world, <laughs> which is not even can- canonical, but never mind. Anyway, the point is, these are so colourful, and I'm and it's and it's ramped up my excitement to an untenable degree. I can't live like this. Uh, <laughs> the issue. But getting back to this one. Yes, it's very colorful. There's it this it's got kind of this this uh and and the each each like diamond scale of the male is uh it has like a a pyramid in the center as well. Like it's all very textured. It's very very like potent. Admittedly not necessarily as regal as I would imagine because and here's what we get into things like uh the leaks that Fellowship of the Fans has been giving us. Apparently we're going to have Durin in this uh in this Ooh. show. As far as we're aware, we, we're pretty sure we know who is playing him as well. I nod along like I know that name. Mm, so, Durin, if we want to, do you want to describe him, Cass? So, Durin is kind of like the dwarf. Uh, he was one of the first dwarves. Uh, you know how, like, in the... I don't know if you even remember, but like the or- dwarf origin story is like there were seven original fathers of the dwarves. Yeah, mm-hmm. Doran was the eldest of them. He's okay. basically like the first dwarf Aule created. Okay. He is called the father of dwarves. Yes. Uh, he's, yeah. Because he quite which, literally is. Which, okay. let's be honest, a bit arrogant for the long beards to name him that, considering <laughs> the seven other clans each had their own forefather to I start have, things out. I the father various, of the fathers. Listen, I have various queer... Uh, interpretations of this title Ooh. that Durin is given for being the father of the dwarves and various gender stuff that I could get into right now, but I won't. But- <laughs> All right. We'll save that for a later episode. We will. There's lots. There's lots to. There's lots to dig into with Durin being the father of all dwarves. However, the other thing about uh, Durin is that he uh, is reincarnated, or at least he's the only dwarf we have that is definitely reincarnated. They there Whoa. are Is he definitely reincarnated? Yes, we're pretty damn sure at this point that he's are we? reincarnated. Yes, as far <laughs> as I'm aware. Cuz I thought that was literally Tolkien saying that's the belief the dwarves hold that Durin is that, reincarnated. Yes. But this is the thing, like Tolkien will do this thing where he will he will intimate that something could be true and then hold back on it just in case he wants to make it non-canon later. But as of now, we do not have anything that contradicts the idea that Durin is is reincarnated into various iterations of himself. So for now, that's what we're going with. <laughs> like Tolkien's never walked it back is the thing. So, right. it, uh, but uh, but yeah. So if in this situation, um, we are getting. I think if if now here's the other thing, timeline wise, we don't know which Durin this could be. It could it should be the fourth. It should be Durin the Fourth because that's Whoa. the that was the Durin who was uh, who was king of Kazadum when uh, the Last Alliance was all popping off, and that's semi around the time we're at, give or take two hundred years, <laughs> because the timeline is insane. Um, but uh, but so if this is Durin, um, which I mean he's the it's the only male dwarf we can see, or at least what we yeah. assume to be the only male dwarf we can see. Um, then maybe I'm a little bit disappointed. It, I would imagine something a little bit more elaborate for the reincarnated father of the dwarves, but uh, uh, otherwise I'm I'm very hype. He's the, just the Durin who is not so ostentatious. Exactly. Maybe. Possible. Truly, fully possible. Would be weird for the height of Kazadum's uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> majesty to have the Durin that's like, oh, I don't really care about gold that much. Uh, <laughs> 
You know, guys, maybe we shouldn't dig too deep. How about that? Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that, I'm but sorry that, if I'm... I, yes. No that apologies. kind of plays no into apologies. what mm. the uh, runes inscribed on the yes. hammer say. Mm-hmm. Uh, what What's the actual translation, Aaron? So, no, this is the thing. I have heard two different translations. Admittedly, I haven't dug into it myself. Jamie... Uh, translated it. Uh, now, this is and what I need to sp- specify here. So they're dwarven runes, but they're being translated into English. This is not them translating it into Kuzdal and then translating that into English. So it's meant for us to read, basically. The mm. they translated it as Awaken Sleeping Demon, which... Whoa. Is, yes, and I'll get into that later. However, I have seen another person translate it as Awaken Sleeping Stone. Which oh. would relate to Durin. Interesting. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Mm. I guess I haven't put in a, the actual effort to no. come up with my own. It's like, I, <laughs> I just, I'm, like I'm, yeah. I'm following this translation of the Bible because I vibe with it better. Um, but I yeah, just trust Jamie so much as the thing. <laughs> I just trust him well, so yeah, much. Our friend Jamie, he is, I feel like, just a, the very reliable sort I don't think he's one to just make up bullshit. I just think it's um, so cool. I I noticed the the runes, but I didn't think mm. to like translate or that they actually said something worth noting. Mm. So the fact that mm. they included that, like they include these little details and Easter eggs yes. for you to. And to that's not the only eyes. one with secret yeah. runes. These hidden posters have a lot hidden costumes. in them. I love yeah. that. That's one of my favorite things with fandoms is theorizing yes. and getting hyped, mm. and it's it's mm. great. I'm stimming, right, I'm stimming right now, but like to the point that they are actually like also like throwing in like even just the costumes themselves, yeah, have hidden elements in it that we're seeing it just promotional yes. stuff. It does give me they- hope at least that the costume department has yeah. their shit together. Yeah. I don't know about the writers. But the costuming department, they got a thumbs up from me. No matter what happens with the show, I'll be able to go to the costuming department and be like, you guys did a bang-up job. Congratulations. (laughs) Um, So just discussing, like, these two very different translations, uh, for me personally, I want it to say Awaken Sleeping Stone because that would be about Durin. And that would make much more sense. Uh, it would make uh, it would make much more sense for the timeline that we're apparently in on, um, and all of that. If it says "Awaken Sleeping Demon," um, number one, that would be weird. To pull a hammer <laughs> number for one, what the fuck? Yeah, number one, and number two, that's obviously referring to the Balrog awakening, but that happens barely five hundred years after before the end of the third age so that would be insane to put here which is that's like, like yeah so that's like, like a full thousand year or yeah. no four like thousand years into the four three uh, thousands of three years ahead thousands of years millennia <laughs> so and i and i don't want them to mess with the timeline i'm i'm very i'm very picky about the timeline being messed with mainly because uh shadow of war and shadow of mordor just burned me so bad with their absolute complete complete like they didn't just change the timeline they changed the timeline so much that they made the timeline impossible like it's physically impossible for the timeline that shadow of war and shadow of mordor create for lord of the rings to function as a timeline it's impossible they've 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 twisted it back on itself so many times that it just doesn't make any sense anymore um which is enraging but 
It's fine. (laughs) Yeah, for those who are unaware, Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War are video games made by uh, Warner Brothers uh, Gaming Studio, I think. Um, Yes. That uh, very fun mechanics. Very fun. Hmm. The lore, oh god, I think we might have to do a Patreon thing, Tori, where I play, <laughs> or I just like stream myself losing my fucking mind playing yes. this game. Add it to the list. Um, um, add it to the list. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but yeah. So uh, so we and 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 also the thing about the show is that it is it's now called the Rings of Power. We have a name for it. It no longer sounds like a transformer. Um, the Ring Pops uh, of Power. The Ring Pops of Power. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it means that. And apparently, uh, uh, from a an interview of something that somebody did. That's what it's going to be about. It's going to be about the other rings. We don't know what happened to. We know what happened to the ro- the one ring. Don't know what happened to the other rings. Apparently, mm. that's what it's going to be about. I don't understand why we are then in Numenor because that has nothing to do with any of the other rings except the one ring, and only tangent well, Isildur is there. The Witch uh, King is rumored to have been Numenorian. I mean, is he? Is that a rumor? Is that yeah. just up? Is that yeah. is that Middle Earth uh, role play uh, stuff? No. But- was inputted well okay that's interesting because it is listed that like there was at least one numenorian who accepted a ring of power Hmm. um okay i would be i would be i would i would uh, i mean that doesn't sound wrong certainly that doesn't sound false Uh, it sounds like something tolkien would certainly do um because kaz is desperately searching for sources he's he's Okay, so Tolkien uh, says there were three lords of Numenor who took on three of the nine rings given to them. Oh, okay. It does not say the Witch King was one of them, but it is assumed that he was of Numenorian descent. That's annoying, because then that makes them not kings of men, then are they? They're not the kings of... Never mind. Never mind. Never mind, I'll, uh, I'll talk in later. That I'll, source I'll comes from uh, the Akalabeth, the downfall of Numenor. Okay. Um, but uh, we're, we're, we're wildly off track. The point is yes. that this is good. This is all lore. This is all, Lord. This is all theorizing chat. I love it. It is. Should I go to the next image? Um, yeah, probably. Probably. We need to. <laughs> there yeah, are 22 so of these. We're locking, <laughs> we're locking this one in. As Durin, I'm pretty certain. Uh, I'm. I'm pretty certain. I also agree. Uh, initially, I thought this next one was Durin, but now that I I see things mm. uh, and get a closer look, uh, I'm thinking not. Uh, Tori, would you care to describe our next one, yes. our first uh, character of color? Yes. Uh, yes. Joan. I'm so excited. So we have some dark brown or black hands. Um, not holding anything, just kind of holding on to each other. And the tips are very much like dipped into gold shimmering dust. Mm. Um, and the person is also wearing this like metallic silver gold like dress gown robe I don't know, blouse um, with some gold bracelets and jewelry around the wrist with different gemstones on it. And then um, some triangle, I guess more like jewelry. They got the fucking Triforce on there. I know. Little Legend of Zelda there. Um, Also kind of like adorning them. Mm. Did I miss anything important? 
but no, this one I really it. noticed the gold dust on the hand. Yes. Like, that was like look at well, this. Well it looks it looks so beautiful on the skin. Now, um I'm I'm gonna already I'm jumping out and gonna give my prediction to start out mm-hmm. with and then we go can, ahead. Uh I am predicting that this is Narvi. Uh, one of the few like named kind of just regular dwarven craftsmen we hear about. Mm. I believe. Okay. Uh, now I don't want to be like you can tell based on the way the hands are, but I feel like this is a woman. Mm, uh, yes. and I, I believe they'll be giving us like a, a she/her Narvi, which I think would be perfectly fine. Oh my god! Another a element dwarf. Yeah. Yes. No, this oh. is. De- also angering me a bit because female dwarves have beards, and I really wish we could have seen a beard. Mm. Um, but, there was uh, a rumor that said that they weren't going to give the female dwarves beards. That was the upsetting. Rumor. It's miserable. If if true, upsetting. Um, but also, I'm basing this off of how much more gold is on her fingers, as though she works with it a lot more, and so she's getting it like just covered, like she's covered in it. Mm. Um, uh, while Durin's are very kind of sparse, like he'll he he's a dwarf, he'll work on stuff now and again, but since his duties are more given over to being a king, um, like having this be like the craftsman and being kind of in like this very ostentatious gear, because what we know about Narvi is that uh, they uh, helped, Kel- they were good friends with Celebrimbor. And they crafted basic. They helped craft the gates of Moria, the western gates mm-hmm. of Moria that we see in Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah. Um, they sign it together. And yeah, and they give they their maker's mark and such. Yeah. Um, I now that that is interesting. I I hadn't considered that before. Um, as a as a concept, admittedly, the like the only thing, because my initial impression of this person was that they were going to be Durin's wife. Because apparently we have we have we have uh, there was other uh, leaks that we got from Fellowship of the Fans that we had a male character and his family a, a male dwarf character and his family that were part of the main cast um, and if we've got Durin as part and, and this is another assumption I'm making is all of these posters are part are the main cast is what we're getting here so if Durin is part of the main cast then his wife might be part of the main cast. Um, I hadn't considered her her being Narby. Um, I, I the only the only thing I would say that would make that not true is is uh, depending on how the how they are going to do this timeline, which is still um, keeping me awake at night. Uh, because <laughs> if it is Narby, then that would be about a thousand years uh, before the time that. Isildur and Elendil and Arfarazon are doing their nonsense. So that would be, like, Celebrimbor's dead, long dead by now. The other war has ended and gone. However, admittedly, we do have stuff talking about, which we'll get into later, about Miriel fighting something and there being a war. There was no war at this particular area. There was just, like, Arfarazon showing off and then going and dying. Uh, and And then all of Numenor being destroyed. So... So the end. <laughs> mm, the end, yes. But they might they might be smashing those two wars to get in, into each other. They might be they might be deciding that they're going to have Celebrimbor and all of these people in at the same time, which would mm. distress me. But <laughs> but, <laughs> but also I would I would be delighted to see this person as as Narvi. Uh I the 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 jewelry 
is is so great and unique and looks so and looks so interesting. I don't I want to know how it is hanging off of her. Like what 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 she's actually using to hang off of her. Yeah, is it like kind of like going over the shoulder and exactly. just kind of hanging from yeah. the shoulder or is it like is it, done yeah. up into her hair? Ooh. Like is it a mantle or is yeah. it like it looks gorgeous though. And and here and here I will it's talk about the gold fingers. I'm going to talk about the Goldfinger dust now. Goldfinger. Goldfinger. Um, either the one I want it to be is that it is a super great fashion statement from for dwarves. That's oh. what they do. They, they, like, you know, henna. Like, you, you, like they a little kind of paint. Like, yeah. Exactly. Like, that would be great. And it would be so cool. And it looks great. So, yes, abs- the, the dwarves have it right. They know what they're doing. Um, I'm... What I'm worried is that it is a it is like a moralistic like uh, greed element to it because if we're talking about the rings of power and we're talking about the ring that Durin would have from uh, from Sauron, then then we're going to have to get into the very convoluted and very anti-Semitic area of dwarves, which is their love of gold and mm. their miserliness and all of that that Tolkien just had to put in there. He couldn't stop himself. Um, and so I, I mean, so obviously I wanted to be, I wanted to be just a cool, cause it's not like, it's not like other people weren't fully into the whole gold thing This in this era. It's like wild to be like, oh, dwarves are way too miserly. And then our Farazon is literally like a, a, a sea away. Uh, he's just sitting there named golden, um, our Farazon the golden. So, but, but, but either way, this image makes me very excited it looks gorgeous the i'm really interested in this dress that she's wearing it has a very interesting like crushed uh silk kind of feel to it it's very uh it flows in a really interesting way um i'm this i'm i'm already in love with this character i have no idea who they are and now that you mentioned it might be a she dwarf like please Mm, yeah give it to me i mean it's almost certainly a she dwarf mainly because of the rumor that we've had that female dwarves aren't going to have beards um, and it's definitely so we, a dwarf. We are give it, being yeah. given female dwarves. We are being given female <laughs> we dwarves. We have, that has been confirmed. Uh, <laughs> but a female main character dwarves will be unique and exciting. Um, yeah. All right. Considering. Yeah. On to the next so those, one. Yeah, those are the two assumed dwarves. Assumed, assumed dwarves. dwarves. Yeah. Next, I believe we have an elf. Next um, up, we have uh, white hands glass, gr- glass grasping each other. With one, two, three, four, five gold rings. Wait, um, that, did I miss one? That That's next? the next one for me. No, uh, go down. It's someone in armor. Are you sure? That's the one I get next. Is the is the is the golden in the, guy in the media? Yeah. If we're scrolling up on the Twitter. Yeah. All right. We'll keep describing. <laughs> it's the old gold. The person wearing old gold. Um, hmm. so it's old gold regal looking outfit oh. and uh two pins buttons adorned in the top left that kind of look like stars, yeah. Um, uh, I think you're right, though, Kaz. I think, I think, yeah, there the was media, an armor, yeah. The, the, the media has missed one of them again because it cuts off, but then when you're scrolling down, you also no, because <laughs> as soon as I go past the one in armor, I see the one in gold. Okay. Because uh, right, I don't, I do, I do not have it in my in my open tabs, which is terrible. But um, we'll do this one first, and you can send Tori the link for for it to be the next one, maybe. 
I think I know which one you're talking about. Mm. Gold one first. Yeah. Go on first. Yeah. Why not? All well, gold. Gold tassels. Uh, if you look at the um, uh, up on their kind of torso, you see stars that mm. are known as the stars of the House of Feanor. By their Freaking Feanor. Now, admittedly, and... I, I will come in and say this, this, this star of Feanor has been appropriated by many, 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 many other cultures in Middle-earth after it. Like, the guy was a dick, so... The guy was a dick and has been full, like, like fully, like, the kings of Gondor use this. Now your scars this. belong to us. Mm, exactly. The, the, they use this in their, in their um, uh, stuff, and so it could just be a star, but it does look very like the star of Feanor, it's true. And uh, the only uh, member of the house of, like, the direct house of Feanor left in Middle-earth at this point is his grandson, Celebrimbor, who is the elf who crafts the rings of power with the aid oh. of Sauron. Uh, so... And that's kind of been my assumption, that this is Celebrimbor. Uh, I mean, I, I, his name is I, like more like Silver, because uh, yeah. of Caleb. But this idea of him just wearing kind of gold, because... This looks like someone with authority, and Noldor kind of, aesthetic. Big yeah, very Noldor aesthetic. aesthetic. Mm. Um, also, if you look, there are Kirith runes, I believe, on the sleeves. That is uh, actually one of the things Kirith. that makes it not Celebrimbor. Oh, so, there, there are runes runes. on the sleeves. There how, are. They're very hard to see. Zoom in on this. I'm so <laughs> impressed. Big. We Sorry, big. I barely slept last night because I was on my phone just <laughs> looking at these pictures with a magnifying glass and zoomed in. You I love can, it. Uh, yeah, you can zoom them in very, very big. Um, but so the other thing that makes it more like just just talking about things that make it like Celebrimbor. Uh, yes. The, the the stars of Fionnur very like him. Uh, it makes an elf because you have this on the torso. You have this like you remember in the Peter Jackson films, they had this armor with like overlapping uh, pieces of uh, metal. It was kind of like plaited metal over their chest. Yeah. Uh, when you when you went into the flashback, so he ha it is actually plaited, but it's not metal, but it's plaited like uh, 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 whatever fabric this is is on his chest, which makes it very elven. But the thing is that the stars, so if you see that each of the two stars has like this trail of uh, beads, I think they're pearls coming off um, off of it. So there are two there, but behind his arm, there's another trail of beads that goes up and might be another hidden star, which would make it be three stars, which also makes me think that he's just fully wearing uh, symbols of the Silmarils on his, on his, <laughs> on his torso, mm. uh, yeah. which which would be which would be ballsy of him to do. Uh, be an interesting interesting take politically uh, to put on your uh, attire, but uh, it does make him more Celebrimbor. Um, bless you, Kaz. Thank you. <laughs> but what uh, what was your uh, what is your thought on who this might be? So. I, I I agree with you. It's it it looks very Celebrimbor to me. The fact that Celebrimbor was known for loving silver most uh, can easily be like ch chucked out of the window by costumers and stuff. And yes, you know Noldorin aesthetic, uh, etc. Also, the rings that he's wearing, many of them do not look that elven. Uh, a mm -hmm. lot of especially the one that he's wearing on the lower hand on his uh, ring on his little finger. 
looks almost dwarven to me. So that would and that would work perfectly because Celebrimbor was much more a, a, a gregarious. Gagarian? Egalitarian. Egalitarian. Yeah, he he liked dwarves. I thought, or were you about to say agrarian? Gregarious was the gregarious. word that I was looking okay. for, uh, yeah. <laughs> and it came to me eventually. So yeah, again, very much more uh, Kalarimbor. However, you, you could see him like the Kirith- if, like crafts. Oh, sorry. No, no, sorry. No, don't worry. I was gonna say like you could see him maybe if like craftsmen come to learn in a region, he like requests that they make him a ring. Because exactly. he wants to see like the style of their people when they craft, or they just fully just give him rings wherever he goes because they just like him so much and they want to encourage his uh, rich Lord of the Rings. This Lord guy, huh? <laughs> almost like he's a Lord of the Rings. Um, but yeah, maybe the real Lord of the Rings was Celebrimbor all along, oh, and oh. <laughs> Sauron usurped that title. He's he is Sauron he really does Zerpa. actually. He oh, really Sarah does usurp yeah. that ti- he usurps is... the title of Dark Lord when oh. Melkor is gone, and then he usurps the title of Lord of the Rings when he yep. makes the One Ring. Yep. Oh snap! Fuck oh, this snap. guy. <laughs> fuck yeah, really fuck <laughs> that guy. Um, no. So the one, the the few things that I would say that make this potentially Gil Gallad. Uh, number one is that Kirith runes were not used anywhere in this area of. The, this area of uh, uh, Middle Earth at this time, other than in Lindon by Gilgalad and his uh, his lot. Really? Um, yeah. Apparently that was apparently that's true. Uh, Kirith runes would not were they, in. I can't remember the runes that they were using in. Citation needed. I know. In a region. Wait. Uh, I, I swear I it would be. I swear they would be using Feanor's runes. Have I have I fully mixed that up and I've I swear because Linden is a kingdom of the Noldor. It's Hang like on. the last Noldoran Hang on kingdom. A Hang on a second. And well, the dwarves, getting... the dwarves this would is... use Kirith. Uh, this is uh, well, it, I think it's I think it's not it's it's no elven. Uh, uh, uh. Hang on. Huh. Research is being done. It is being done. Um, Producers are typing away in the background. Notable rune I can make out is looks like an R and just kind of like by its sharp angles, it yeah, looks sorry, like Kirith. It's the, it's, sorry, it's the other way around. Uh, uh, so Eregion was the place where they where they use Kirith and uh, but uh, uh, Gilgalad. So so that Gil- actually is the only the only other thing that would make this Gilgalad for me is the fact that uh, it says Elbereth. The Kirith runes say Elbereth on his arm, uh, and I don't imagine Gilgalad Kilgalad uh, uh, is particularly. Um, At the same time, all elves basically all revere elves love stars, But Gilgalad's name is Gilgalad, as in a star, star, star eye, starry. I think, I think starry boy. Stars, I think starry Gallad boy. Is, yeah, he's a starry boy. Uh, star boy. So he has. We love so a star he, boy. We love a star boy, and so do the elves. The elves fucking love those star boys. <laughs> uh, Tori is a famous. I am a. Of Varda. I am a star yes. boy. <laughs> you are a star boy. <laughs> we say our fans should call themselves star fuckers. Yeah, that what we, that we was did. back in episode one, and and they do still call they themselves won. that. Yep. Do they? Yeah. Man, I don't get enough of the fan mail. <laughs> but no, I my read all the my. Fan mail. <laughs> my read is that yes it is uh it is um uh it's most likely Celebrimbor could be Gilgalad still most mm-hmm. likely Celebrimbor but that would then confirm that they were doing completely insane timeline shit 
uh, which I, means I don't want it to be Celebrimbor. <laughs> which Aaron loves. I kind of... I am very interested in the timeline shit because mm. I, I'm wondering if they're going to do like spaced out time in the seasons. Like um, for those of you who have watched Arcane, how they have various arcs at various timelines in mm. the show. And so, yeah, I don't know. I could totally see that. That's my ideal. I would like that very much. If they're, if they're going to have, if they have to do timeline stuff, I would like them to have a really long, stretched out timeline and cover, you know, whatever the thousand years mm-hmm. that they apparently want to cover. But um, yes. Uh, yeah. So uh, next on to the one that we kind of skipped, depending on where you're looking. I found it. If you're looking yeah. on the Twitter posts or media, mm-hmm. um, they mm-hmm. must have just retweeted this one. I was very excited to talk about this one. We have uh, what looks to be a female, has curves and a smaller, more delicate hand, uh, in their left hand holding up a gorgeous silver and gold dagger um, and wearing like a silver medieval styled like suit of armor. Um, and you could like see that this person has, they're, they're curvy. They have a chest and waist. And, uh, I'm excited for a female female knight here. <laughs> I, I just, females with powerful daggers? Yes, please, mm. give it to me. My gay is showing. <laughs> <laughs> with uh you know, with this one, the costume is just kind of meh. It's it's armor. Uh it's not particularly intricate. Um I mean, the excitement nice. is that it's a it's female drooping. in armor. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm I'm mostly here to just talk about that fucking dagger, which is uh, mm. just a piece of art. Gorgeous. Um, silver and gold. And if you look at the uh, pommel at the top, uh, you see the carvings of two trees, one silver and one gold, like akin to the two trees of Valinor, uh, Laurelin and Telperion. And gorgeous so, trees. My star trees. Yes. Mm-hmm. So this craftsmanship makes me think that possibly maybe this dagger is from Valinor. Yeah. I, I, that would be a safe bet to me. Especially because uh, that was the first image we ever got as well. That yeah. was a two-tree image. So they're obviously like threading that through somehow. Uh, I have seen uh, speculation that this is possibly Galadriel? Yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah. It is. <laughs> so I'm just... In her I'm war ready. phase. Ready for I'm badass Galadriel? Just... Give it to me! <laughs> Give it to me! I'm so this is when we see. This is when we see Aaron's <laughs> anti-elf bias. <laughs> Evil cackle in the background. <laughs> Uh, and tell me what you think. You, okay, you think yeah, this, this is Galadriel, but come I mean, on, I've don't hold back. Be the no, enemy we need. Mostly, be, and, and like, yes, it definitely is a female, mainly because uh, she also has like long nails. This is actually one of the ways you can tell that uh, female characters for male characters in these images, the, the female characters all have slightly longer nails, which is fine, I guess. Uh, uh, but uh, um, yeah, no, this is Galadriel. There's really no re- the proper reason. Like, yes, she's in armor, but they are apparently doing Galadriel as being fighty. This never happened, but whatever. <laughs> this, 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 this is uh, 
this is elf propaganda, uh, Galadriel propaganda. Um, but the but the armor is uh, a very uh, it's it's kind of leaf based as well. It's got this kind of leaf based uh, imagery, which would make sense because I think a bit about this time she's moved to Lothlorien and uh, is uh, making problems for all the silver nails there. Um, and uh, <laughs> and and the dagger especially because apparently the again with leaks we have discussions of Galadriel um having this there's something like she's going to be part of the first few episodes apparently and she's got something to do with uh this other character which we'll talk about later because his image will come up in a bit or at least what we assume his image is going to be but it's you know there's there's orcs going on she's obviously is doing some fighting she she is apparently going to be in Numenor at some point uh, which is actually fine. Elves did go to Numenor every now and then, so I have no, I have no issue with that. But uh, uh, the, but the, the, but with the dagger and the way she, the way it's kind of leaf based uh, thing, and it's obviously an elf. It's an elven, elven armor as well. So definitely Galadriel. Doesn't mean I'm happy to see her, but <laughs> <laughs> fully oh, just stamping my Galadriel stamp on this one. Um, Oh. All right. Uh, the next one, uh, Tori. Next one. Describe it. The uh, simple kind of a light brown robes with a cape that looks like a brown belt tied at the waist, and uh, it's one hand holding onto a rod, a golden rod, with a little sculpture on the top that looks to be like a castle, a fortress. Um, oh, and the hand has one ring on it. Got to make sure to mention the ring, since this is the rings of power. Yes. yes. Um. um. <laughs> gosh. Um. Do you want to go first, Cat? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Uh, I will say that uh, I'm thinking that this could possibly be um a Lord of Numenor. Uh hard to say which one part of me wants to say possibly just the way it's being held i don't know why i'm like yes i kind of read the hand holding <laughs> like this uh, very psychoanalytic if I'm yep. say. Uh, but uh it kind of gives me like the vibes of like old and wise so i'm going to say this is tar plantier the second to last king of Numenor. Oh. Um, mm. And he's holding the scepter of Numenor. Uh, Tarpalantir was kind of the Numenorean king who was like, ah, shit, this, I don't think this is going to end well. We got to put the yeah. brakes on this bitch. And then proceeded to fail <laughs> in putting fails. the brakes on this bitch because his nephew, when he mm. dies, just decides, hey, Let's invade the gods and see how that works out for us. Yeah. Um, um yeah. that that is a very good that is a very good observation. I hadn't even considered I had kind of assumed that Tarpalantir would be dead by now because of how old we are assuming that Miriel is and our Pharazon is at this point. But no, age shit is weird in Numenor and it would be very it would actually be very possible because that was what because my read on this was this was Elendil. The main reason I was saying this was a Lendiel is because, uh, by the way, this is the Rod of the Kings. This is a this is a real thing that is yeah. mentioned in Numenor and stuff. This is the Rod of the Kings, mainly because we know because it's got wings on it, and wings typically, especially in Gondor and Numenorian culture, is uh, uh, 
uh, is defines kingship basically it's royal it's a royal sign because hmm. way is the king of all everything arda everything and he's a bird so birds kings eagles you know etc etc my my, re- my reason for thinking this was a lendial was because um the yeah the 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 what he's his costuming is much more drab is much more normal which makes and it's almost kind of surreptitious like he's pulling the rod out from behind his cloak almost which has a kind of surreptitious nature to it and at this point in time Elendil and his family who are sort of related to they they are related to the kingship just from I think a line of uh, a line of a different queen or daughter something. I think yeah yeah some and uh, and they are they're not necessarily in hiding but they have like sequestered themselves away on a different part of the island of uh, the continent because uh of all of the king's men stuff that's going on and our pharazon stuff and anti-elf rhetoric um which i am leading uh <laughs> <laughs> um and um so it's the way he's kind of being surreptitious about it that made me think uh uh elendil but you're actually very right. Tar Palantir would be uh, much more because because uh, I couldn't figure out why Elendil would be holding the rod of the kings uh, in this yeah. moment. Uh, so it could so, also yeah. it could be also I do could I could see it as being Elendil because it is just like kind of like a tower as a castle, and mm. Elendil like his family did have a rod of kind of like authority. He did, uh, you're right. The yeah. uh, rod of, oh fuck, what was that city they controlled on yes. the western coast? A, Adunier? Or some, Adunai, yeah. I think. Or was, I'm looking at a map of Numenor once. For a star, Adunai, Harrow, something. <laughs> yeah, I think, <laughs> I, it was Ad, I think it was Adunai, and then they were forced mm-hmm. to relocate to uh, Romena. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, because they were lords of that city, mm-hmm. and I think, I think Again, this could be like I'm not a not a master of Numenorean culture, uh, yeah. but I do think like the rod of like Numenor, the scepter, would be a bit more ostentatious. Mm. Well, this one, while very kind of intricate, mm. bear in mind the Numenoreans were great craftsmen in their own right by That's this very point. True. Yeah, and so like I could see this like that little like tower on the hill because apparently uh the like the coastline around uh uh adonai is like kind of very hilly and rocky and so that could just be like a little model of their like previous home settled on there so actually i'm changing my mind and i am settling on it's uh either elendil or uh his father amandil oh yes of course amandil is also going to well we don't no, yep, no, Amandil. Because yeah, his, still his be dad here, yeah. literally is there up to the last yeah, minute when then he's like, okay, minute, I'm sailing yeah. into the West to see if I can stop this. Mm, yes. So, yeah, I mean, hmm. Could be it's either. Just, yeah, either. Either one. I, I am. And the, the only other reason is because there's another character later on who's kind of dressed, not similarly, but it has, uh, has like a, a similar rough edge to it, but also yeah. feels Luminorian that I think is Isildur. So, uh,. Uh, Aaron, looking just above the index finger, the patterning there, doesn't that look kind of like Elvish? Kind of like, a bit like Tengwar? The patterning just above the ring finger? Yeah, just, uh, oh. just uh, the index finger, like at the top. Oh. 
I think isn't that a that is a wave pattern as far as I'm aware. It's oh got, shit! I mean, it is it, a wave pattern. It does it? I mean, you're right. Actually, there are like in indented inside it. It does have a a, a kind of tangua look to it. But no, I think that's a wave pattern. That's uh, the, all right. Uh, yeah, it's beautiful though. Like I really yeah. like it. I like the florets and uh, and the other the the wings on the side. It looks great. And, mm-hmm. uh, and even and even with this like much more rough um, costuming that he has. Even then, you can look in the background, and and the and the the tunic or something that he's wearing does definitely have a patterning to it, which I'm always excited about. Love patternings, <laughs> love 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 the love pattern fabric. Uh, which there was a there was a fucking that some Twitter user like was replying to these saying, "Oh yeah, all of the colorful things that people used to wear in Tolkien," as if as if like like the like it. I had no idea that people would actually be against people wearing colorful things. <laughs> like it's insane to me. Um, but anyway, also, there's, like, there's always a bone to pick. Yeah, well, apparently. It's like, well, sir, did you I read that Lord of the Rings has like grim dark? Yeah. Is that why do you want it to be so fucking drab? Mm. Literally, we have an entire race of people who like wearing gr- uh, green and yellow and mm. painting their doors that way. Mm. It's the Peter Jackson brain rot. Um, it's, it's the <laughs> Peter Jackson effect. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, really, there's not much else to say about this except that it just looks very exciting, and I like seeing the rod of of, of something, someone, and uh, the rod of someone, the rod of somebody, <laughs> someone's rod. <laughs> it's somebody's rod. That's a nice rod. Look at that guy's rod. <laughs> nice. I'm sorry. And with I'm that, sorry. on to the next image. On to the next one. Yeah, let's go. And our ten. <laughs> No rods. <laughs> All right, we have two hands holding onto a gold, like cylindrical uh, container, slowly pulling out, edging, if you will, as Aaron would say, uh, a <laughs> scroll, which I'm sure we'll touch on what looks to be on the scroll. Um, and I'm going to read the, the Lord of the Rings what they wrote for this description because it's beautifully stated. They are dressed in ornate robes of crimson red, forest green, and gold, embroidered with gold thread. Very regal. Yes. All right. Where do you start here? Uh, <laughs> I'm. Everyone's saying it's Elrond. So, yeah. I, mm. I can't say yes or no. It does kind of have like the red kind of does look a bit like what Hugo Weaving wore as Elrond in the yes, Lord of the Rings his, films. His known love for crushed velvet. Uh, Elrond's his known love for crushed, crushed velvet. <laughs> I mean, every man has his vice. Mm. Uh, and uh, I mean, I I can't, I don't have an, I, we, there, uh, mm. <laughs> my mind trying to so turn thoughts. over can't keep like up. an old car mm, engine so in many. winter. Um, <laughs> I will say this looks, uh, I mean, I feel like this is a scholar of some kind. Yes. Uh, if we look at the scroll casing upside, uh, the scroll upside down, there are words on it in Sindarin that read King Square, Yo. view from the south. King Square? Ooh. King Square, okay. view from the south. And right, then yeah, yeah. while looking at it upside down here, I'll, I'll share the picture with you guys of what it looks like. I just like really down. love that people are, you know, looking at these from all angles, upside down, zooming oh, in, looking under the are. wrist. I, uh, I posted it in the recording chat text, I believe. I... You should be able to see it. Ah, uh, there we go. Okay. Uh, yes. And it looks ah. like 
someone has it almost kind of reminds me of like those pictures like tolkien would draw of like what like the mm. outside of someone's like like a castle would look like yeah um uh yeah that's uh so so king square is almost certainly in numenor i can't think of another place it would be unless it's lindon um mm -hmm. but i i doubt it's lindon um being named king square but it's super super could be um the so it could still be Elrond, even if it is in Numenor. Elrond certainly went to Numenor and was allowed to go to Numenor. His brother, obviously, was the beginnings of the whole king's line of Numenor. So it makes sense that he would have a... And he does have a, a definite uh, 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 investment in Numenor. Um, I, I, had, I had initially said to myself, this looks like Elrond, especially considering I don't really think any of the other images really speak Elrond to me. But admittedly, if the other one isn't Elendil, this could be. Um would yeah, that would that would fully make sense. Um the I just wanna I just for no reason other than I just like it. The the beautiful like patterning of the of the silk of the inside of the sleeves of the robe. Yes. Which are so which looks so good. But but I don't think this is true, but just as a just to throw it out there, there are eyes in that pattern. There are eyes in the pattern of the, oh, of the side of the sleeve. We which think in Anatar. Maybe it's Anatar. Maybe possibly, uh, which I uh, would be actually very cool. I would quite like quite like him to wander around and crush velvet, uh, <laughs> green, and drawing things, uh, drawing Numenor, and being like, "I'm totally innocent. I'm not doing anything here. I'm just I'm just painting a picture. Don't worry about it." <laughs> Um, oh, would you like this ring? <laughs> yeah, have one there. Have this ring. He just he just rolls up his ornate sleeves, and there's just rings, just like. Um, hey, buddy, you want to buy a ring? Yeah. <laughs> Admittedly, the other thing I would say is that if this is Arond, um, it's quite. Uh, the the robes seem very heavy, um, mm. for for an elf. But again, I would actually really like that. Like I, that's just my instincts with what people will dress elves in but the robes the robes are not very elegant they're very beautiful but they're not very elegant they're quite thick and dumpy and they have a they have a, a good weight to them which um i would love for people to put elves in that but uh make elves it, dumpy yeah make them dumpy 2022 Please. Elves. <laughs> begging you i can't see another twink on screen and <laughs> I can't, I'll, I'll, I'll die i promise oh god i need that quote this, written down this this butch has had their fill of toys no that's not true I, that's I, I, just 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 elven twinks that's all that's just that's, elves just elves actually we're fine it. with a dwarf twink that's fine oh i would be delighted with a dwarf a, twink a dwink a dwink a dwink yeah horrific uh, it is all right any more um, thoughts on that one or next time? I, no. Yeah, I am I am basically really torn at this point. I could not give you a definitive answer on this. Um, There's not really enough in like mm. information. Cause again, for half of these, it's like, oh, this is so and so. And then yeah. it's like, nope, it's an OC of my own creation. Mm. See that yeah, like, that's that's yeah. it. There are definitely going to be original characters that we haven't we don't have any knowledge of. And I actually have I have theories for the for later on, uh, very wild ones for original characters that they're going to be creating. But anyway, so yeah. 
All right, next we have a uh, gray, green shades uh, cloak and the, the armor. I don't even know where to start with this description. Like wooden armor. Yeah, it's, it looks like it has a wood texture with some leaves and a face staring right at us. And green they, man. <laughs> mysterious green armor man. And they are grasping uh, an arrow with one ring on their thumb. I feel like uh, whoever came up with this concept had just watched uh, uh, The Green Knight. Green Knight, yeah. Uh, and was like, guys, I have inspiration. <laughs> uh, ah. I could not tell you. Um, I have my far-flung hunch, mm. which is one of my favorite things to have. So let me lay it on Go you. On. <laughs> I think this might be one of the blue wizards. Oh, okay. Because the blue wizards are uh, two Maiar who were Maiar of Orome, the Valar huntsman. And clutching an oh, arrow, the green that. man kind of wooden patterning of their armor, I feel would be something mm. like a follower of Orome would wear. I don't think they'd wear very much metal. Mm. Um and I, I, when I think of Arome, sometimes I just think of the green man, mm. uh, which that is obviously emblazoned on that chest. Uh, oh my gosh, how like the wooden breastplate, how you see even like there's like a crack in it. Yeah. Uh, just yeah. under the face. Uh, man, I'm and the loving face is this just armor. staring right at you. I don't, yeah. I don't, we don't get really enough wooden armor. Uh, I was so even cool. hesitant to say wooden armor because I have not seen mm. much, if any, <laughs> wooden armor so much like, oh, that exists? That's a thing? Yeah, the texture definitely looks like it's wood. Yeah. Mm. You can um, see the grain. That is, that concept slaps. I love that concept. I have approximately five billion things to say about this image. Um, Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, After this, I might have to take a bathroom break. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> um, so, so, oh god, where to even start? My, um, okay, so, cards on the table. My first <laughs> impressions of this is that this is a, this is a, an original character, an indigenous uh, uh, Gondorian, one of the indigenous Gondorians, possibly a mountain man or a, or a, uh, uh, I think most likely one of the mountain men. The reasons for this. So, Gondor has a specific type of wood, lebethron. That's the wood that they they fashion themselves. It's the they have they are very good at fashioning it. It is black. It's black wood, uh, and uh, it's actually the wood that they use to uh, create the really large ornate door that is uh, the door to the room where they keep the palantir. But the wood's been there forever, uh, and that is it's this is black wood that he's using, and it's very strong, very tough, and would be good for armor certainly. Would be uh, good. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> would, would, would be good. Would be good. Um, oh, damn it. <laughs> so that's, that's the thing. Uh, other thing is um, that uh, because we're doing Numenor, I don't know how that, and, and the maps that we had as well, we had, I, I did this long, really unhinged rant about the maps that they released on Amazon's uh, website. There were these two, like, two different maps, one with forested middle earth and one deforested because 
as we know, the Numenorians are fully colonizers. They came to Middle Earth. They 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 deforested the whole place and drove out most of the indigenous populations uh, to various edges of the coast and stuff like that. So, but specifically for the deforestation, um, this is the point at which I would imagine the Ents would get involved. Uh, or at least, no, this is way late. Um, I imagine the Ents would get involved. But if we're crushing down the timeline, then maybe the deforestation is still happening. In which case, I can't imagine the Ents are happy about this and are surely going to be doing something. Uh, and they surely might have allies in those indigenous cultures who are, uh, you know, trying to defend themselves against Numenorean uh, invasion. So I think this, and, and that's why the, you have the green man image, like, like you know, they, they are emblazoning the Ent image onto their armor in order, and so they are, uh, this is a rebel, basically. This is a this is a person who is rebelling against the Numenorean invasion uh, and trying to help the Ents uh, push them back out to the sea. Uh, that is my that is my my also wild take for this character. I love it. Fun. Because the other thing is that these these indigenous these the especially the mountain men uh, were are canonically brown skinned, so it would fully mm. fully work. Uh, it admittedly, I would imagine that the like the, the 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 span of the trees, the span of the forest, which was initially enormous and stretched all the way from Eriador all the way down. I don't actually think it came very far into the lands that would eventually be Gondor. I can't actually remember, but um, uh, but also in enhancing this idea, we do have mention of um, again a character later attacking a village. But I can't imagine he will be attacking a village in Numenor. That would sound insane. So he attacking a village in uh, Middle Earth, and so unless it is a, a settled Numenorian village, it would have to be one of the mountain men, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, uh, villages. Which means we do have confirmation that they are acknowledging that these indigenous people exist. Which, by the way, I don't know how they're going to do. If, like, if this was, if this is the case, I don't know how they're going to do this because, like, the Numenorians win. Like, like the Numenorians fully win. How are they going to like balance all of this incredibly uh, uh, potent uh, and very possibly very insulting stuff that, that Tolkien had to put in his book? Um, uh, I don't know how they're going to do it, but <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, I'm. I'll see how it goes, but yeah, that's my that's my unhinged uh, uh, take. <laughs> this character is. God, there's so many fucking pictures. There All are. right, was go a, through. Was go like, through. Like twenty two of them. There are twenty two <laughs> of them. We have we're halfway done, there. We'll speed run. Done six. Twenty twenty two. We are. We are not. We're not halfway through. There is no way we're halfway through. <laughs> oh, you're right. All right. Okay. Next one. Next. Yep. One. Uh, this lovely blue velvet-looking robe, and maybe like mm. a what, like a cloak, kind of like a worker's cloak. Mm. Um, and there, this one right hand down holding a sickle scythe. Is that what you would call that weapon? Yeah, um, with a wooden handle, very worn, bladed edge, um, and a belt with a couple adornments. Oh, it says yeah. they're in a greenish robe. I don't see green at all. Yeah, it looks no, blue they, to me. It looks <laughs> blue and brown to me. Um, uh, any guesses here? I don't know. No, it this one be, I have. It's an OC. 
absolutely no idea about. Um, the I want to talk about how ominous this image is. Um, <laughs> firstly, like that's that's really all that comes out to me. The way that they are gripping the sickle, which is very worn. Um, it has this kind of it has this kind of wornness that looks. It's like some uh, rust on the blade. Yeah, rotten rust, rusted metal that they had. It's very, it's very, mm, it gives off horror vibes is what it gives <laughs> off for me. Especially considering that the cloak that they're wearing is kind of, is hide that has been hastily stitched together in this kind of mismatched way. Like you, you like the cut is not particularly specific. It's just patches that have been thrown on, which also gives a very ominous uh, look to it. Uh uh, a bunch of people were saying that actually probably this is just an, an an OC person that they are they are they've just picked up this sickle maybe they maybe they are defending themselves from something I I'm gonna go out on them here and say that this person is uh, uh, not morally sound uh, I have <laughs> my initial reaction to this person was actually that they were one of the priests of of Sauron and that uh, that they were going to be you know sacrificing people because that is something oh. that happens later <laughs> on yeah. yeah. But, um, but admittedly, yeah. other than this very beautiful golden belt with these interesting designs, like there are flowers in the center of a, a weird circular uh, design, like a pod. There's another, and then another one, another like image that I can't even pass. Um, but other than that, and other than this like red, this blue uh, cloak, there's not much ornateness about this. It's mm-hmm. it's very rusted and 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 rough so yeah. that would be odd for a for a priest of sauron certainly yeah i have no idea it could, i mean no it idea. could be could be anything. could be an elf whose farm gets ravaged by sauron and he's out mm. for revenge that could be him yeah we don't know could be Regardless, that guy <laughs> they have a fun weapon of choice they do have a fun weapon of choice uh and it does feel like a weapon they're gripping it like a weapon not like a farming tool like mm-hmm. it is so they mean business. I do. And it's I, just so I'm, ominous. <laughs> but I, that's all we can say about it. That's all right, because we're moving on to another one that I feel like you might have a lot to oh. say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. Talk about what they're wearing first. It looks like a very warm, heavy, thick um, kind of jacket cloak business with like a fur around the neck. Um, but what they're gripping in one hand is this very dark sword that has been broken it's like jagged um like it's i I don't even know what else to say besides just broken dark black sword what is it um uh 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 i also still have no idea uh this is but i i would say what i would say about this is that the sword is not made out of metal It, it it looks like it has been chipped out of some black it looks like obsidian to me. It looks like a chipped black obsidian uh, mm. broken sword mm-hmm. uh, blade. The the basket, like this is a very like like people have said maybe this is an orcish weapon. It the it has like a it has like a literal like hilt basket, uh, a, a basket hilt, which and it, and it which has like this this more curved element to it. It's quite it's quite ornately done. The fact that it's very rusted isn't is is really neither here nor there. I think it could be very ornate. Um, and it also has this, it has this chipped, uh, sigil in, in its center of, which has big Witch King vibes. Um, I have no idea what it is though. I would say it gives me, the vibes it gives me is Turin's, um, 
Turin's yes, Gurthang. evil. Yeah, Gurthang. It's his evil, evil talking sword that made him. I was about to suggest it because it mm. gets broken when fighting uh, Glaurung, the dragon. Yeah. Um, or wait, actually, yes. And then Turin kills himself with the remnant, I believe. Um, or it breaks when after I he think kills it himself. It breaks after he kills himself. I can't quite yeah. remember, but certainly that is it the breaks in the end. And uh, I believe it is like buried in Tol Morwen. Uh, mm. Which and that is, is one of on the few the places in Beleriand. Yeah, in one, it's one of the few Ooh. places of Beleriand that doesn't sink below the waves. Mm. So I'm thinking this is like whoever this character is. They go to Tolmorwen and basically dig up Gurthang. Yeah. Poor oh, Turin. Poor Turin. Now yeah. he gets his grave fucking grave desecrated. Robbed, yeah. Like, we're gonna, oh God, we're gonna see the bones of Turin, aren't we? We're gonna right. see oh, the fucking Love bones it. of Turin. He um, has the best story, though. Really. The guy cannot yes. rest. <laughs> he can't. Can't get a but, wink of sleep, that man. It matches. It matches the description of Gurthang being a black sword, like yeah. made from a meteorite. Yes. Um, and also, mm. I could te- I could definitely see that sigil being like Ale's Maker's Mark, it, essentially. Absolutely, I could. And you know that. what? Now that I'm looking at like the the hilt is almost kind of like a mix of wood and like metal, mm. and I feel like that'd be a very like Sindarin design, uh, sure, Sylvan yeah. design. Sylvan design, yeah. Although uh, I think Eol actually is canonically is supposed to be. Oh, he's no, a kinsman he's, of Thingol, isn't he? Yeah, actually, no. I think I think he's supposed to have been. Oh, there was well, no. This is this is uh, nature of Middle Earth stuff. There was very complicated nonsense about who Eol was, and I don't think actually Tolkien ever. Was... Never, he never settled, settled on it. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I, there are there are suggestions that he actually is a Noldorin, uh, or was something along those lines. Uh, but really, because then in the Silmarillion, though, he's like, yeah. "Fuck the Noldor, you invaded yeah. my homeland. Yeah, Fuck you." Yep, yeah, exactly. So uh, I was, well, I was as confused as you when I read that. Um, but yeah. uh, I, I imagine they haven't read. I, I, and I, hope I definitely feel like this blade is Girthang, and I feel like this character is going to be going down a dark road mm. uh, as mm. soon as they grab Durthang. I feel like yeah. what we're dealing with is kind of like a protagonist, like an anti-hero kind of. Like, yeah. sure. It could be like one of like the native individuals of Middle-earth looking to find mm. a way to fight against Numenorians. Yeah, one of Will the they ever learn Sorry. not to touch Making... the cursed sword? Like, leave, oh. leave the cursed item alone. They gotta <laughs> it's so touch fucking it, cool, though. It, it looks so cool, fucking babe. cool. I want to want touch it. I want to hold it. No. I want a friend. I want a big sword friend that is mean to me. <laughs> you know, someone probably did dig it up, and that's why we have COVID now. Oh, damn it. Oh, well, now I cursed. feel bad. <sighs> That COVID was my fault. I'm so Curse. sorry. <laughs> Aaron, what if it's Italian? Um, no, <laughs> no, actually, you're not. Listen, it can't be. They, it, it, this Play, is not um, no. Never it's, say it can't be. No, but it's not made by Warner Brothers, and it's not in the Warner Brothers cinematic universe. So I, so I'm, I have to hold on to it. You have to let me hold on to this. I, I have, have to let you know peace for a time. You have to. I, I have a suggestion. Maybe it's a loss off. Because of this very thick, uh, this thick um, um, uh, coat, I hadn't even thought about that until just. And now, they but... would be very like they'd live fairly live close really to Toll. Yeah, live 
close to Tom Owen, which would make it, and that would be interesting. I would be, I would be interested to have a. I'm I of all the images, this one actually makes me excited to see like an OC, mm. uh, if only to see oh what is the implications of having this blade, mm. what like do 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 people have legends of a like a mystical blade that like it like it's like Excalibur like in their viewing, but when he finds it, you really find out that it's just really. Filled with Aeol's pissed off energy. Bad sword. <laughs> Bad sword. Bad sword. All right. Okay. Yep. Next. Next. Next Thank one. You. Next. We oh. have a, a dark red burgundy scale mail and a one hand firmly grasping this also beautiful sword with a, a white wooden horse with a golden mane on the hilt. And then the blade is this silver border with uh it looks like gold gold or bronze down the middle with some um decoration on it y'all i'm comments. terrified <laughs> y'all, you're I'm terrified, terrified. <laughs> i'm so terrified because again i like i like these images keep like they keep making me really excited and then they also keep giving me shadow of mordor vibes like like this is this is one of the things this is one of the major issues that shadow of mordor and shadow of war did for me which was they they took the Rohirrim, or at least, but I won't. I won't go into it. Essentially, they just messed up the Rohirrim timeline. The Rohirrim are barely five hundred years old as a, as a culture uh, by the time we meet them in the Lord of the Rings. This is so far behind, even even the idea of 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 the proto Rohirrim to have existed. It's it's ages away. So I don't know. And like, listen, I agree. Yes, of course, other cultures can like horses, but. <laughs> <laughs> Sure, but but there are no other cultures except except for the Wayne Riders, the Balkoth. But even they are like are like still deep into the the Third Age. Like like we won't we won't be seeing them for a long time. This is thousands of years before their culture also is, or at least borders anything to do with Middle Earth. So I don't know. I don't know, y'all. This terrifies me. <laughs> I don't want to see. I don't want to see Helmhammer had done dirty again. I don't want to see my guy. Like, uh, well, well, I don't think they can because they're coming out with that uh, anime. Oh, yes, which also terrifies me. But <laughs> I'm plagued. I'm plagued yeah. by images. I have no <laughs> thoughts on this either. It could just be someone from a good old horse-loving culture. Maybe the forefathers of the forefathers of the no. fucking. <laughs> no, they didn't like horses then. They liked dogs. What <laughs> they do you liked mean? dogs. They didn't like horses until until they got to the plains. At this point, they're all still dug into forest areas, so liking horses would be very weird. They haven't even seen a horse this their whole time. Ugh. Well, whatever. Listen, <laughs> I like sword I actually, looks I, good. I actually do have actually I have I have thoughts about this because uh, actually it they could it could still be because so the Balkoth um, are a I mean that's a derogatory term. We don't actually have the name of their actual culture, but. They were a massive enemy of Gondor in the like, mm, like, thousand years ish before we get to well, five hundred, seven hundred years before we get to the Lord of the Rings, um, and they were a big deal, uh, and it was a big problem, and uh, but the main thing they were known for were Wayne riders, as in they were, drove Wains, and that was their big, uh, big uh, problem that they gave to Gondor, and Wains are driven by horses, so that's that's, <laughs> and. The other thing is, if you look at the sword, um, 
the there's it's got this like design of a horse that starts off as a horse at the top but then as you get further down it kind of curls into more of a sea serpent shape and then it has more sea sea imagery as you go down Hmm. uh and like more like a seahorse yes Mm -hmm, okay (laughs) but the balkoth would have lived around the sea of rune which makes them more sea based and would mean that that would get into their iconography and stuff so and we do see the Sea of Rune in the in the maps that they showed in the in, in on Amazon as well. So that's making me think that we're going to have the Easterlings essentially as uh, as more prominent characters in this, uh, along with because I because I, I link this image with another image that comes up that will come up later, um, which makes me think that as well. Uh, I, the, the only other thing I have to say about this sword is that it looks great up until the hilt, which literally looks like a handle to a cupboard. Uh, it looks like a handle to a cupboard <laughs> to a... To a um... They raided an Ikea. Exactly. <laughs> That's all they had. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. It was a um, DIY I'm... job. <laughs> I'm going to read the descriptive text for this next one. Close-up of someone's small hands. Their hands are dirty and are held together, palms up, holding three large acorns. Their tunic is dirty and torn and made of rough fabrics. I thought it was interesting that they said, note, it is someone's small hands. In other words, a hobbit? Yes. I believe the next, um, like, the four ones after this are all hobbits. These are all going to be the proto-halflings that we're going to meet. Mm. Um, I think we could just talk about all these. Kind Should of I just describe them all and then? Nah, I don't think any of these are named characters, really. So yeah, go ahead and well, name the next four, I believe. Okay, and then you the can... only the only thing I would say is that the next one on uh, with this with this uh, like handle that they're holding, I think this is going to be Lenny Henry's character. The next um, one, yeah. I thought well, it was going to be the one with the map. I mean, possibly, but. His he he just looks younger than I would imagine. Um, but actually, you know what? Totally hands, possible. Still. I think his hands are match more Lenny Henry's skin. No, tone. absolutely, he does. Uh, but it was it's just that he looks so much younger. Like Lenny Henry's into his seventies now. Maybe the man's preserved his hands pretty fucking well. I mean, well. he listen. Let uh, me look up a picture like... of Lenny Henry's hands. <laughs> Maybe they have to use someone else's hand, a different hand model. I had to literally stop myself from doing this. I felt so fucking creepy when these (laughs) things came out, and I was like, oh, I'm going to go and look up at Lindy Henry's hat. And I was like, no, what are you doing? That's creepy as hell. Don't do that. Uh, Well, let me go ahead and describe what the other images are. I'm thinking thinking those are his hands. Okay. The the next image up, we have... uh, bluish green tunic and it looks like a cape they're definitely worn hands they've got like dirt over them a little hairy holding uh i don't even know what this curved wood and bone like a staff or like a farming implement yeah it's called a farming implement in the uh in the description the image description Um, a primitive farm implement of some sort (laughs) thank you descriptive text it's made of wood and a sharp claws tied to it And then going above This that... is Farmer Maggot. The original <laughs> maggot. The original Farmer Maggot. <laughs> Farmer Maggot's ancient ancestor, mm. Maggot. <laughs> above that, we have some more hands that are looking dirty, like they've been farming, um, even got dirt under the nails, holding onto three raspberries, it looks like. Um, yeah. And they have a woven 
kind of bag satchel going around their shoulder um, with the weaves woven strap. And then the those, final one of these. Those be- I just gotta say, those berries are looking delicious. Yeah, <laughs> juicy They're berries. Blackberries in the in the image description, but. Uh... Yeah. But they're just not ripe. But I have to say, I do, I do really like this thing that they're doing, where they're they're emphasizing that they're small because they're using things that we know to be small and yeah. then make bigger to make the hands look small. It's very clever. Oh, yeah. Admittedly, they, they really thought through each image. They it's did. Astounding. They really through each image. It's great. I'm very, <laughs> I'm very into it. And the last of these assumed hobbits, uh, we have a dark brown, black hands. Um, yay someone of color mm-hmm. holding on to a rolled up scroll piece of pa- parchment um, tied together with string and they're wearing uh, kind of a dark green um, bloke robes looking garment and a tan blouse. Um, and yeah, that rolled up scroll also looks mm-hmm. like it's seen, seen some days. Yeah. The only actually the only one thing I have to say about this is that the scroll has a pictographic type of language on it that yes. um, we do not recognize. This is not something that we oh, something new. Mm, oh my gosh! Could this be like our first actual like mannish script? Yes, Westron, the uh, proto Westron. Can yep. hey hey listen, <laughs> all the rings online on Prime. Could you do one thing for me? I'll let you forgive everything else that you do. I, you can mess with the timeline. You like, could you conline Westron for me, please? And thank you. It's 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 actually killing. It's actually it's 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 wearing me down day by day. That I yes. don't have Westron to like the the book is literally written in Westron and then translated into English, and and but then he just didn't conlang it, and I'm. Uh, I don't know what to name people. I don't. Deep sigh. It's <laughs> it's like, it's, it's even real it anymore. So, something that's pointed out in this descriptive text as well, so it must be important. They wear a chain necklace with a metal ring attached to it. Mm, yes. Mm. Yeah. I love kind of like this element that the marketing team has, where they are featuring rings. In yes. The so. It's like, oh, it's all Lord of the Rings, and like half. I bet most of these aren't even the actual rings, but like it's keeping with the theming. Uh, Tori, give us yeah. a description. Also, have some dirty hands. Looks to be a female, just off of like the body language. Um, oh, totally. And the hands are also dirty and worn. Uh, they have. Kind of simple clothing, a red blouse, green looking dress or skirt, and a blue kind of like scarf or blanket um, kind of thrown. Like a sash over them. Yeah. And a black beaded simple bracelet. Yeah. So, uh, whilst I don't have much to say about this, I the, the reason I don't think this is a hobbit is, number one, the clothes, whilst e- while still being somewhat rough, are definitely more ornate than any of the hobbits that we've True. been. True. Not very, like, travel-worn kind of like exactly. the other hobbits look. And also, there's nothing in this image to try and make her hands look smaller. She's actually quite yes, broad, like, you've got quite mm. a broad to her. I was going to say, based on her look, it looks like she might be your type a bit, Erin. Absolutely, 100%. (laughs) We're not talking about that right now. (laughs) We're not talking about that right now. Erin is like, how dare you call me out? (laughs) How dare you in the middle of your podcast? (laughs) Like gnarled hands? Gotta be my... Gotta go for Erin. All right. 
All right. Those things those hands could do. All right. Well, all right no more calling out Aaron. <laughs> they have their interests. I I do. Have, have, like... have we rendered them speechless? <laughs> I'm trying anyway. to. Anyway. Oh, I got it. I, all right. I got to stop. I almost made a, a really bad one. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Bringing it back in. The one, the one really interesting thing about this is that um, the, I think it's actually said in the description, her bracelet is of uh, volcanic glass, it, of, of, of obsidian oh. as well, which if we link it to the sword that is also apparently obsidian, it, it like, it like brings a link there. And as well as she, you know, she does have quite a, she does have quite a thick um, um, uh, uh, clothing on her. Which also could mean that she's also a part of the Lossoth if that's what they're doing with the other guy with the bad sword. Um, but yeah, there's not much else to say about, about this, except that I'm very excited. I like the look of her, uh, platonically. Um, and <laughs> I, I, um, I, I, I want to know what her deal is and why she has a cool uh, obsidian bracelet on. Alright. Next up, uh, Looks like a simple green shirt. Um, he is holding on to kind of a uh, how do you say raveled up rope, um, kind of thrown over his shoulder, and a leather strap going across his back. Uh, probably like holding a, a bag or a satchel on his other hip that we cannot see. Not really much to say about this one in the description, uh, at least. Any thoughts? Kaz, have do you do you have anything? To say? Oh, and they have I, a ring am, on their pinky. Got to point out the I, ring. Yes. Initially, I was thinking Kirdan, possibly the shipwright, mm. uh, simply based on rope. Um, but being the eldest of the elves, I don't know. Mm. Really, you not would, think he would well, be. And I then someone basically confirmed it for me. Uh, that. This is probably Is Isildur. Yes. Based on their actor, because then they actually have a picture of his hand. Oh no, not again. <laughs> and like that little kind of uh like bump on the back of his hand. Does it match that up? Matches the skull oh my god. That the actor who plays Isildur has. Fans are the best detectives, I swear. Piecing yeah, together so clues. Picture that of was... Isildur gone out boating for the day yeah. on a pleasure that was... on a pleasure Vibes. cruise. That was my that was my initial reaction, mainly because again, this 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 kind of um, his, his clothes, whilst being quite simple, are quite ornate. He does have like a little um, arched gold uh, 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 patterning on the sleeve, which sort of looks quite Numenorean. And putting this kind of quite uh, uh, modest wear with the modest wear that we see with the guy who's holding the scepter, the the rod of the of someone, rod of Adonai mm -hmm. or something. Yeah. They they look similar to me. It looked like you can you can draw parallels to them. So I think so. I, yes, I I was I was thinking this is probably a sealed door. Uh, the ring is weird. The ring. Uh, I really don't have much to say about it except that it is very weirdly roughly hewn. It's uh it's got this kind of. It, it it's it's sort of it sort of looks like pewter actually, but it's very roughly done. It's got a kind of crosshatch uh, uh stamp on it. Uh. It's yeah. hard 
it's hard to really say anything about it, but it's just quite strange that it looks the... more like it'd be almost more used like a tool than actual mm. ornamentation. Yeah, mm. it makes me think that they might be they might be attempting to uh, make Amandil and Elendil and Isildur and the family in general uh, a little bit less well off. They might be they might be going full into them being like you know secret underground rebellion rather than like big political yeah like high up rebellion champion of the common folk that kind exactly. of exactly <laughs> which it would was be the false. corrupt it was the corrupt aristocracy who let it was us the down corrupt to aristocracy. This. yes as if Isildur and Elendil are not aristocracy insane uh, <laughs> but okay sure fine. well it we might could... be like. They have like their title still, and they still have their yeah. rod of like authority, but they are yeah. not allowed in Adunia anymore. No, They've been banished from basically their own holdings. Yeah, we so can maybe Isildur and, yeah. kind of has taken on more of like this commoner yeah. look for the time being. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be against it to see it. It's. 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 It's wrong, but I and would be fine. Bold, and bold of me to say it, hmm? but I find this picture attractive. Yep, I thought so. There's like <laughs> Actually, a strength there, yeah. and the I don't know. That... I I think for the common workman, the actor <laughs> that I that they've chosen for Isildur, I'm actually really into. I've seen him in like other British uh, television shows, and uh, I really liked him in those. He's he's got a very sweet face. He's it like it it's it's a unique take on Isildur, uh, but mm. I, I'm not against it. Uh, he's a young lad and, and he's got a very kind of tender looking, very soulful, like, uh, uh, face and, and very fluffy hair. And it's a, it's a interesting take for Isildur, but, uh, I'm, I'm not against it. Happy, to, happy to see uniqueness in, in the, in the, <laughs> end of the show. All right. Moving on up. Uh, another image that I, Got me really excited. More people of mm. color. We yep. have a black brown hands open palmed, and inside their palm is a white blossom flower. They're wearing gorgeous white and gold, like kind of a scale male dress tunic situation going on. And uh, then they have gold brace, thick bracelets, and one ring on the pointer finger. That is also gold. Lots of gold going on. Mm. And gorgeous outfit, I want it. Yes. This image made me very excited. What do you think about it, Kaz? Do you do you have the Uh I mean it looks very beautiful. It looks gorgeous. Uh pairing of the Well, first off, gold and dark skin tones makes for such a beautiful look. Yeah. Um and they That's really cool. match these really well. And then like the white of the flower just kind of pops. Uh, along with the green, uh, the scale mail looks good. Could not tell you who it is. Could. Uh, I could be Tarmiriel. <laughs> yeah, could be Tarmiriel. <laughs> it is. It, it is. is. It yeah, is Tarmiriel. I'm, okay. I'm absolutely 100 percent certain it's Tarmiriel. Is my is is my stamp on this image. Uh, mainly because she's cupping. Like this is must be the flower of Nimloth, right? Like she's like the, It's very symbolic. Is she? Yeah. It's like she kind of gives it. Maybe she's, she's the reason Isildur gets the seedling. Mm. Yeah, it's like, not well, she steals it. It's she like gives it's, it's, it to him. It's Miriel's attempt to kind of hold and keep Numenor from this ultimate end that it is eventually going to go to. But she's still trying to like to like hold it up uh, and uh, and keep it. But also, we had leaks that said that apparently Tar Miriel is going to uh, be fighting, which makes sense with the this sort of fishcale ring male that she's yeah. got on. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, um, oh. and I also think 
from this image, I think I can uh, I think I can cast her as well. I think this is, will be Maxine Cunliffe. And I was very excited when I saw her being uh, cast. Uh, but uh, uh, she's quite a new uh, uh, actress. But I was I was I really liked her look, and she uh, and she would be great for Tamiriel. I kind of almost picked her out when I first saw her. I was like, oh, Queen of Gon- uh, Queen of Numenor, please. And they have done it, so thank you, <laughs> thank you very much. All right. Um, Next one. The, the only other nope, one thing thoughts. I would say is mm-hmm. just that the this this fish scale male uh, is similar to another image that will come and come to later. But other than that, mm-hmm. yes, uh, yeah. This next one's very simple. Not much going on to it. Uh, it's just like a simple red dress and a. Uh, Female hands, we're going to assume, because of the long nails and the little del- yep. more delicate features, holding on to a leather-bound book um, with some like wavy decoration um, on the center. Uh, Aaron and I did kind of actually talk about this one before. Yes. Uh, we're thinking this is, I think we said, Isildur's uh, sister. Yes, we've 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 gotten some confirmation that Isildur's sister is going to be a character. So, uh, and we. Based on the book, we're assuming her role in this is going to be almost kind of like a narrator, a chronicler yeah. of all that happens. Uh, yeah. Look at her. She's holding the book. What a fucking nerd. <laughs> um, I just noticed that the patterning on the book at like the top of it seems to be like almost like a dolphin uh, some kind pattern. Of like, kind it's of like waves. Out. And then at the top, it's like a fish or a dolphin of some kind. Yeah. I think that's a kind of nice touch. It's, it's again ocean decoration. It's Numenor. Yeah. Uh, this, not much to say other than that. Uh, yeah. I mean, this. I mean, this is whenever you see like whenever you see a character in Lord of the Rings holding a book, you're like, oh, you're gonna tell the story, right? <laughs> you're the one who's gonna be telling the story. Uh, like, uh, I, you to... are literate. Yeah, you are you are literate. Um, I like this book as well. It's quite simple, but it's definitely hard backed, and it like has uh, it has a, a a worn edge to it, but it's sturdy, so good to take around with you. I also like this dress with this rope uh, 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 way of holding it together, and the very delicate black uh, pearls that line the edges. So it's very simple, but it's still definitely high born, which makes sense for Isildur's um, sister. Um, yeah. And color again. I keep having I keep having to say it. It's so colorful. All these costumes. Love me some color. Love the color. God. Yes. All right. Going to the next one. I'm going to read out this description because mm. the the text description points out some things that I would have otherwise overlooked. So it's interesting seeing what they point out. Mm. Um, their hands are clasped together below their leather belt. They are wearing simple clothes. But the fabric has a pattern of circles and stars, and there's gold trim on their sleeves. The sleeves of an orange silk shirt extend beyond the shorter sleeves of their robe. The text reads, The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, Prime Video. <laughs> it's- Very simple. Mm. I mean, it's interesting for them to call it simple, because he is wearing like a satin under orange undershirt. and orange. it is. It is gold trimmed. <laughs> so I had not, I had not, I wouldn't have called it simple, but it's interesting that the description calls it simple. What do you think, Kaz? No. Nah, you, you had thoughts about this. I did have thoughts of this. Uh, it has the um, uh, Star of Numenor, uh, Star of uh, Feanor on it. Yes. Feanor. And 
the circle pattern, uh, Tolkien liked to make sigils for various of his various characters in the Silmarillion. Oh. And it matches with the symbol he designated for Luthien. So I'm believing this is someone of the line of Luthien. Mm. um, Making it probably... I mean, there's a possibility that this could be Elrond. Yeah, I was just Um, thinking that. I I was just about to say it, because he would have a closer connection to Luthien himself uh, to be proud of. Uh, my initial thought was possibly Elros, his brother, who chose to be human. But again, that, who knows what the timeline's going to be of this. They mm-hmm. might do it like bits and bits at a time. Uh, or it could be getting flashbacks or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, rings in the patterning uh, between the various yes. circles, little <laughs> rings. They're not keeping, wearing any rings himself. Not, not wearing any rings himself. But again, for mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like... I have to go through all these again, like a Where's Waldo book, and be like, Where's <laughs> the, the ring symbolism? Ring. Where's the ring? ring because yes. the ring is key. Mm. Um, but yeah, now I'm starting to think this possibly could be Elrond as yeah. like the herald of Gil Galad. Yes. Uh, because honestly, honestly, the fact that he'd be wearing his own heraldry is actually kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, showing off his. Um, his lineage with both the line of Feanor and as well yeah. as a uh, Luthien. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's quite ballsy of him to be like, to be like, cause, cause his, his, his connection to Feanorian, uh, the Feanorian star is, is more complicated than just, he has relationships. To he does, really, but, uh, because he was the, very... basically the foster son of Mithros yeah. and Aglor. Yeah, which is ooh. I didn't think of that element. I I was thinking of the element of uh, him being descended through like the Gondolin line, Mm. having like that claim to the star. But now that oh, Mm, oh, you gave me something to chew on. (laughs) Give me a little gristle in my teeth. Yeah, there's a lot to do. There's a lot to eat here. Yeah, there's fully a lot to chew on. Uh, But no, damn it, these fucking posters. These fucking posters. Uh, I am actually now. I'm actually now fully stamping myself to say this is Elrond. I, it it looks it looks more because because again at this point Elrond is not like whilst he is kind of a prince he's still basically under Gilgalad's um, yeah he's um, he's a he's a high ranking nobleman yeah given it, given the honor of being the herald but he's not like hmm. of the royal line like he doesn't exactly. technically he could take up he the could. Elrond is both the heir to every single throne ever. Um, <laughs> like every single one of them, and also not that much of a dude, like not that much of a guy. <laughs> like it's 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 very funny. Like he could, he could claim power over the people of Beor, mm-hmm. be, being descended from Baron, the heir yeah. of the line. Uh, the people of uh, the all the Sylvan and Sindarin elves, well, not the Sylvan, the Sindarin elves, being of the line of Luthien, the only child of Thingol and Melian. He could lay claim to uh, the rule of the people from Gondolin. Uh, his uh, dad being the son of the only do- on- the only daughter of the king of Gondolin. Uh, and uh, to Elrond. And uh, the people of uh, Marach, uh, the humans of Marach, uh, through the line of uh, Tuor, uh, his uh, grandfather, uh, because yeah, he could have so many different claims. 
Uh, but you know what? I respect that he literally just found an out of the way valley. Yes. And said, "No, I'm parking yeah. my ass here. I'm gonna read." I, I, I have, I know what happens to kings. I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, one. <laughs> I watch every king I've known has met a grisly fate. So, so that sounds like Elrond's the only smart one here. Yeah, <laughs> kind of well, is. He tucks of, himself yeah. away in his secret mm-hmm. valley. Doesn't really get involved that much. He helps people out when they come to him. He's very hospitable. But he's never, like, involving himself. No. Politically. That's the way to go. He's, way to he's, go. He's, he's, he's still distant elven, but, but he has enough sense to be like, maybe I'll give a hand to people who are trying to save the world, etc., etc. So, yeah. unlike Galadriel. Um. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm. uh, Next one? Yeah, next one. I'm I'm actually quite satisfied with deciding that that's Elrond, though. <laughs> it's quite cool. <laughs> oh, that, God, that can be fun. our that can be our uh, meme of the two arms clasping together. Yes. Like, <laughs> Paul, Aaron, both thinking this character is Elrond. <laughs> <Just> Elrond. <laughs> All right. Next one, we have a gold-plated armor, and they are clasping with both their hands this gorgeous-looking sword. Uh, and their armor and sword kind of have like a, a sun um, designing in the center. Um, and, I, and and a sun actually on the blade. Yeah. Um, so lots of gold and sun imagery on this one. Uh, I'm going with Arpharazon. Yeah. I gotta yep. say Arpharazon, <laughs> the golden. The, the golden sun, yeah. Uh, the the this... sun imagery Literally the golden like sun. the king of men, essentially. Yeah. Uh, this, yeah, this I, image, I love this look. Yeah, this image makes me very sad because it looks fucking great. This looks beautiful. This is so <laughs> cool. This like the detailing on the gauntlets of of like of of it, and it also the way that the like the gauntlets have a very uh, Islamic um uh armor aesthetic to it. Oh as, yeah, I can as, see that. as the as does the chest, and it like the golden sun imagery is so beautiful and it lines up very directly to Huron's uh, quotes about uh, the, the, the sun will come again. Uh, Ari and Humans Tuba. being called the children of the sun because mm, exactly. they woke up when the sun first rose. Yeah. And so, uh, and so all of that is so, and it's so potent and this like green leather that he's got on his arms. It's all beautiful. The gold and the green, the, the fashion here is just, and I, but I don't want it to be Alpharazon because I don't like want the ca- to be You got the, uh, oh man, and I'm looking at like the chest plate behind it, like mm. with like the Celtic swirls. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Being meshed with the sun patternings mm. everywhere. Also, I'm trying to look at his ring to see if that's actually a script. Oh, let me see. Oh. Uh, no, it's not. It's just, it's just lines on it, as far as I can tell. Zoom, Zoom in, in times 20. Yeah, it's I've... just looking like lines to me. Actually, well, there maybe are, there not. are like different. It's there not are just uh, lines because there are different curves, but I I don't yeah, think I'd be able to make hide hide no, nor hair of it. Couldn't read it um, if I wanted to, but and it also there's wings that there are wings inside the the sun on the breastplate as well. Like this the the there's the the kind of Celtic symbols and then the wings surrounding those Celtic symbols and absolutely gorgeous. Uh, yeah. And I and I interested in the idea that they might be making Arpharazon more a more sympathetic character. I would, yeah, more and I would complicated. Be, yeah, I would not be against that because I am technically on Arpharazon's side. 
I'm technically on his side. Uh, I do, I do, I do think the Valar should be deposed violently. <laughs> I do think I, I am, I am the heretic that they all worry about and that the elves uh, <laughs> are, are worrying about. So, uh, and, and like our Farazon is so. It would be so cool if he wasn't just so terrible. Uh, if he wasn't just such an asshole, he'd be really cool. So if they just decided if he didn't to do the human sacrifice, if he didn't do the human sacrifice and the slavery uh, and the and the you know forcing Muriel to marry him, all of that nonsense, I would I would be great, cool dude. But no, no, he has to be an asshole. So there are also like the lines of uh, like there's the fact that. In other like concepts, yes. Tolkien was like, "Did Muriel was Muriel taken yes. by force, or was she actually like in love with her yeah, cousin?" Yeah, there's a, um, there, are, there are there are suggestions that uh, actually, which I think would be very interesting if they're trying to make our Farazan yeah. a bit more complex, where he and Muriel really do love each other, but Muriel is secretly hiding this little bit of surviving Numenor behind. Yeah, I would and be like, fully much more into that. Yeah, I I would enjoy to see that like kind of conflict between the two of like Farazan legitimately loving his wife, but yeah. also being pulled in like this other direction by Sauron. And and it just makes for more interesting like political debates. Like if you've got if you've got the guy who is supposed to be you know on the human side being mm. the evil guy just off the bat, like just being a generally terrible human being, it just makes it less more boring uh, yeah. when you're getting the nitty-gritty of like why do humans resent elves maybe they have a point uh maybe the elves have a point but uh and admittedly tom shippy did abandon this project he did fully leave this project so that is the catholic academic community uh putting their stamp (laughs) on how much they dislike this one but that could just be because of the because of the you know more women in it i don't know anyway yeah (laughs) all right next one next one we have a old worn gray uh kind of jacket cloak um threaded looking i don't even know what else to call it uh we see the ends of a gray beard and a lot of focus on the hands which are dirty worn and kind of look uh, old and weathered and in one hand holding a bright red apple quite the contrast yes aaron do you want to say well, it or should I? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say it as the thing. I don't want to speak it into possibility. I don't want to. I don't want to think about it. Uh, it's Gandalf. It's Gandalf. <laughs> this is gonna be fucking Gandalf, and I'm Brent so is Gandalf. Mad. And <laughs> one of the things that totally sold me on this being Gandalf is the fucking hand warmer like holes and the robe Mm. because i I always associate gandalf with those kind of like fingerless gloves uh keeping his hands warm he's a little old man did he start that fashion trend he started the fingerless gloves he He could say he did Uh, i think i think homeless people in general started that trend and gandalf kind of adopted it i i i this I hate this um, because the the so 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 for context the the oh, leaks sorry. have told us, the leaks have told us and this is no, I'm not joking the leaks have told us that uh, there will be a character they haven't said Gandalf but there will be a naive but hopeful and wise character who is going to be uh, who's going to be um, thrown down to Middle Earth in a meteorite. <laughs> And then the hobbits are gonna find him 
and he's going to be. And I just, and I need, I just, I need you to understand. They at this point in time, it is the easiest it has ever been to get from Valinor to Middle Earth. Like there is literally, there's, it could not be easier for people to just get on a boat and sail the sea to get to Middle Earth. They're still on the same plane of existence. The world is still flat at this point. We have a flat, we have a flat Middle Earth at this point. There is no reason for Gandalf to have to be like shot put over the Pelori <laughs> Mountain, over the Belagir Sea, and yeah. then just crash land. <laughs> oh, what a now, what great imagery. Yes, Kaz. This is gonna make you mad. It makes, or more it, than makes, it makes him even more holier than thou. Ah, no. What please. if he is sent by Iru himself? Nah. No. <laughs> that creature noise that just came out of air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, listen, 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 listen. It could happen. So. There is, there's a lot of players to this. A lot of people are going to be like, oh no, but Gandalf didn't arrive in Middle-earth until the Third Age. And they're right. But the thing is that that doesn't actually matter because because Gandalf Because is, Aaron will be disappointed no matter when Gandalf He will be disappointed no matter what. But also, uh, but less importantly, uh, Gandalf is just a form that he takes. He could have arrived there in another form and then die and then go back and forth and back and forth. It is not un... un in the uh, Silmarillion... As Aloran in Valinor, mm. he hangs out a lot with the elves, but he's yeah. always disguised as an elf, exactly. and he never really tells them his name, so they uh, don't even realize he's among them. Wow! Mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings Online, Lord of the Rings Online did this way better. Um, <laughs> they did this way better. They made him also, gay for Glorfindel. They also made him gay for Glorfindel, which was incredible. Uh, I, 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 the, the, the Minas Ithil, I still uh, have that meme, Aaron, of uh, <laughs> you like Gandalf, don't you, Aaron? <laughs> and you're like hiding like- Krabby Patties in the vault. <laughs> I like Lord of the Rings Online's version of Gandalf. Certainly, <laughs> it's, it's in a, the not the real Gandalf. The real Gandalf is an asshole. But so I don't have an issue with them deciding that Gandalf needs to be here or whatever. I do have an issue with this kind of presumed assumption that they seem to have had, which is Gandalf needed a backstory for why he likes hobbits. Like Gandalf, Gandalf needed to be involved in Hobbit history from like the the progenitor era of hobbits before they they were settled in the Shire. I. Hobbits are their own people. They can they, listen. They they can do stuff without Gandalf. Sometimes I promise you that hobbits are interesting, despite w- without Gandalf being around. And I don't need to have an explanation for the why Gandalf likes hobbits. He gives it in the book. We don't need to know. He's a superfluous character to have in this situation. And I and I I don't want him to be here because I hate him. But <laughs> <laughs> but. But I, but but this is Gandalf, and I'm got I've got to deal with it. He's he's gonna be here. Um, All I can think of now is just like, so this is Gandalf. This is Gandalf. <laughs> and what and have, what we have done? you done? <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, that is harmonizing, amazing. God. Oh, oh dear, I'm so sorry. <laughs> that well? That was incredible. <laughs> I'm, mm. Oh um. god. All right, next one. Go ahead. (laughs) Next one. He's trying to find the meme for this audio-based podcast that he's running. (laughs) Don't worry. No one else is going to see it. It's literally Uh, just... All right, this next one, I'm going to read the description because there's so much going on. I don't don't even know where to start. Yeah. they're holding a sword by the hilt facing downward. The sword is black and looks twisted and dark. They're wearing a spiked black gauntlet and a black tunic and armor 
lots of dark mystery spiky mm-hmm. evil yes screams evil i'm Quite i'm fun. saying human witch king i and now this is the thing that was what that was my initial reaction i said human witch king because it looks so much like him and and actually i am quite interested in the idea of them having the witch king be a character however we do already know the bad guy that we have this for this first season at least his name is adar he is apparent this is uh, this is also the insane stuff that we've got his name is adar he is apparently uh called adar by the orcs who consider him a father figure and he is also apparently one of Galadriel's brothers, not Finrod, one of the other ones. He like is, an uh, Orodreth? Uh, Orodreth or Aegnor, I was also wondering. Like one of the one of the other uh one of Galadriel's brothers, though, is going to be an evil elf. We've got an evil elf. Uh yeah, that's interesting. Got an evil it elf. I, oh, I love... Okay, now I want now I do want to see an elf who like is looking after the orcs. Yes. I am, ooh, color me interested. I am also very interested. I actually am fully into it. It's nothing to do with the fact that I like the idea of there being evil elves, but um, uh, (laughs) I just, I am intrigued. I am intrigued. I'm also intrigued by the fact that this sword looks quite a lot like the broken sword that we we have. And there were two swords, weren't there? Yeah, Yeah, there was Ale's own sword Mm. that he had uh, that was, last we heard, was going to be, was in Gondolin when Ale was killed, and then we don't hear about it. No. I don't know if Maeglin had it then or what. Well, I mean, anything could have happened to it if it was anything you know, could have happened. like Sting and Glamdring True. were found later. So, uh, an Gondolin, tends to, yeah, an Gondolin tends to be the uh, the the place where you find <laughs> you find cool weird weapons. Yeah. Weapons. So if so if we so if we have these two swords being connected to each other, you you have to wonder why this other character has a broken sword, why why he went to get it from Tom Morwen, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But yeah, I'm pretty sure this must be the evil dude, the the evil elf that we've got. Uh, he must be evil. He's gotta be evil. It would be you, very if you dress if like wasn't. that, you're evil. <laughs> it's just an emo elf. So I don't love I love the idea of there being just an emo good elf. Like a goth good <laughs> elf would be very me, but no, I'm pretty sure this is Adar. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm putting my money on the idea that this is a, this is the Adar elf or Oradreth or Aegnor or whatever. But yeah, yeah, I love the idea of Galadriel's brother being evil too. I, I'm quite interested in what this will. Also, the this will... pommel of that sword gives me like spider eyes, like a cluster yes. oh, of yeah. like a spider's eyes, like Shelob. Gives me that kind of vibe. Yeah, knotted wood as well, which makes it more feel more I'm like. Looking for uh, a ring as well. Oh yeah. Ring mm-hmm. symbol. Where is it? Yeah, I guess ring. there are a bunch of circles like running yeah. down. Like, it's almost like a spider web pattern on the hilt yeah. as well. The other thing is that the 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 the, the cuirass or that that he's or the breastplate. Oh, it looks wavy. Yeah, it's got this kind of wavy texture to it, which also actually does look elven to me. Um, and he has mm. this like this very. Uh, oh, I'm loving the idea. It's all very cool. I'm very. I'm I'm, very... Ima- I'm imagining now like the. Uh, uh, oh, did we say Agnor? Agnor or Oradreth, either one of them. I think or, it will okay. be one of them. I, I can't uh, imagine it's going to be Agnor. Nothing happens to that man, or uh, he dies, but very quickly and. <laughs> Ignor was the one in love with uh, yes. Andreth, right? 
this is my thinking. I think maybe Agnor, this might be Agnor and him being bitter about the whole Andra thing. But also Ooh. it could be Ordred being captured and then tortured and then he and then he I think Probably that's more likely. I would like it to be Agnor more. I'd like. I'd happen. prefer Agnor because then we can really yeah. delve into like human yeah. elves. Whereas Oradreth would just be traumatized. <laughs> like, who <would> just. <laughs> um. Yeah. But so yeah, that's again very cool image. Got me interested. That's a sexy character. Uh, I'm excited to it's see. It's got it a lot of like a lot of like the Sauron fuckers. I know. It, oh yeah. It's really gotten them going. Uh... I and know. I'm like, look, out in force. Go for it, man. <laughs> if they if they want to fuck somebody else other than Sauron, I'm all for it. Like, please, <laughs> please. He's give me... sexy, Aaron. Evil is sexy. Okay. No, but we don't uh, kink I, shame here. They keep telling me this. They keep telling me he's sexy, and I'm like, I know, but <laughs> I know. As long no. as you know, as long I'm as I'm persecuting know. us. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm so sorry for persecuting I shouldn't be is this the final image? This I is think the this is the final image. image we've made it y'all we've made it alright final image we have one hand holding onto a gold belt in these gorgeous like very regal looking purple robes um, gold trimmed and uh, gold yeah like I said gold uh, buckle I don't know it's going across kind of like the top down um, oh, and the person has two jeweled rings on their fingers. All right. Very regal. Um, What's your read on this, Kaz? This? I, you know what? I'm going to say it. This could equally be our Farazan compared to the armored one as well. Very true. I could see, especially that big round belt buckle, mm. almost kind of looks like the world within the sun. And with him, like, like didn't uh, he calls himself like king of men? And since men kind of are spread over the entire world, and it has like his like fucking ambitions to basically become king of the world, um, like I could definitely see that. Like I could definitely see this being like what he wears at court. Mm. Uh, and then the other one is like him on like military campaign and whatnot. Um, if not him. Possibly his father, Tarplantier's brother, uh, I guess. or just another lord of Numenor. Um, I have heard. Okay, this is a very far-fetched theory. We love them. Yeah. I love them. I, I can't speak for the people. Which... I love them. <laughs> Our Farazan's father uh, isn't. It... Gamil Zohar or something? Yeah, Gamil Zohar or something like that, yeah. Uh, he is one of the Nazgul. Ah. He takes on one of the rings and basically hmm. leaves. Ooh. Uh, he, he does have, he has rings. Causing uh, our Farazan this kind of worry. And then when Sauron comes around, um... Sauron can literally t pl like pull the play of, oh yeah, no, I work with your father. He's still out there, and he wants you to do this with me. And he mm. can kind of like twist that knife in there. That's a, that's, there's no mm. evidence for this theory. It's entirely speculative. It's fun. Uh, it could be that. Uh, if not, I could just say any Lord of Numenor, really. There seems to be this big... From what we've seen with a bunch of like the Numenorians characters uh i feel like 
the king's men, the sun kind of becomes their symbol. Yeah. Uh, being yeah. kind of like very pro-human, anti-elf, who are like the children of the stars as opposed to the children of the moon. I mean, the, the sun. There's yeah. no children of the moon. <laughs> Sorry. Poor Tillian. He doesn't get mm -hmm. anyone. Um, but yeah, really like... Does, uh... <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i like the sun symbology certainly feels like it's a very big king's men symbol yes and like a pro i could totally see like the wings being more of like the uh faithful like a symbol of the faithful mm -hmm. while the sun kind of gets adopted as like the king's men's party yes, kind of look very much and that would make perfect sense because the wings the, the reason that they have wings on their on their helmet anyway. on their crown is because yeah. of Manway, and so they're trying to get rid of Manway, which I support wholeheartedly. But yeah. um, so okay. by raising I, up a, a, another Maiar instead. Uh, yes, it's sun. unfortunate. <laughs> I hate it. Um, so here's the thing: I agree with you. I I I, I agree that this. I I think you are probably right. Mm -hmm. I have some other suggestions. Number one, the own the the, the one suggestion is this is Gilgalad, uh, because. Ooh. Uh, blue and gold was Fingon's uh, color scheme, as far as yes. I know. So, was it so, blue and silver? It might have been blue and silver, you're right, but that would mean Gilgalad is allowed to have his own. Yeah. But the blue, yeah, it's very... And also, I'm pretty sure that on some of these other circles, uh, higher up, I'm pretty sure mm -hmm. there are... Um, these are written letters, I think they're Cinderin, um, in these, in these, uh, in mm. this, in the, within the circles. I think they might be Cinderin, but admittedly, they also could be the Adunaic script. I can't quite see. Um, mm -hmm. Some of them do look, no, some of them are definitely Cinderin. I'd recognize them, but I'm not sure I recognize all of them. Um, it could be Serati. Actually, you know what? That looks exactly like Serati. Um, but never mind. That's, but that's my. And also the rings look very elven to me. They have, yeah. and one of them has rings on them. And, it could uh, be a I'm ring of power. Pretty sure that, I'm pretty sure that Gil-Galad mm. had the ring of power before he yes. gave it. Yes, uh, he gave it to El. Yes. He had uh, Elrond's ring of air, I believe. Yes, mm. yes. Vilia. Um, Vilia, and which then. Would, could be this green one. Um, yeah, and he, uh, or like the black one with like kind of like the, the soft one, yeah. kind of color to it. So um, Gilgalad, possibly. Uh, it also makes sense because I think we've re recently been shown Gilgalad's actor, who uh, who is white. Unfortunately, I still don't know. I, I like. I can't pick. He's I'm not trying to figure. Kind out. eyes, though. I like. I, I like his look. He's. I don't. <laughs> he's quite. Oh. He's. I mean. I, he's. He's got this quite long neck. He's got a quite regal bearing. So I guess I understand why they cast him. I. I had uh, my. My issue is that I wanted Ishmael Cruz Cordova to be Gilgalad ah. very very badly because he. He literally has gray eyes and pointed ears. Like mm -hmm. it drives me insane. But. Uh, and very regal and all of that. But. But. Other than that, possibly Gilgalad. Again, the sun imagery is, would be odd for him to have. Um other side to that this belt that he has this segmented very unique belt that has like a, a kind of almost snake like uh, uh quality to the to the segmentation is exactly the same type of belt as the guy who has the horse um the horse uh sword mm. uh, like if it, it has this segmentation it or i'm pretty sure it also has exactly the same uh uh stars in the center of it um yeah you're uh, right uh, and yeah. it has the circles as well so so these, which means these characters are definitely connected. It doesn't I don't know how they would be connected if this guy was an elf. 
unless this horse uh, sword is Rochelaw from Fingolfin's, uh, Fingolfin's horse, which he was very attached to, but that would be odd for this far ahead in the timeline. Be a follower of uh, Maglor Mithros, they had that big thing where they were essentially the horse lords of the marshes. Yeah, I, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> was a good, that, that, that I hadn't thought about that for literal years, but yes, yes, true. And the thing is, as well, um, I, I, I have, a, but my my theory, my potential theory is that actually this is the eventual guy who becomes the Witch King, but that's not a Numenorian because the other guy may not be a Numenorian and they might be both uh, lords of the of the Easterlings. That was that's that's like a, a vague theory I have, but they're certainly connected um, and I'm 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 intrigued. Color me intrigued. Uh, I yeah. also I don't want him to be the witch king because this all slaps like, like this is all this again <laughs> they, they get all of the men who have such great fucking fashion sense like this slaps is the blue and golds almost better than green and golds like come on let the <laughs> let a seal to have a little bit more fashion sense come on um but yeah no i'm i'm i am i am as yet I am as yet. Uh, I couldn't put it one way or the other. That, but I, I do think. I think Kaz's idea is also very, very potent to me. That definitely speaks to me. But uh, I don't know why. If that makes the other, if the belt then goes to the other horse guy, I did, wouldn't understand why the horse sword would be part of Numenorean culture. Um, wow, we've been going for a long time. We have. Uh, yeah. Gosh, this has been. Two almost two and a half hours of just me and Kaz talking. I'm like, sorry. Poor Tori. I'm so We're sorry, Tori. Listening to us go off about shit. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's all good. It is very fascinating, though. I will have to jet soon for something else. Yes, yes. you must. But you must away. Before you <laughs> yeah. go, I had wanted to ask: Do you feel like you have a you have a passionate grasp now that you finished the Silmarillion of of this world? Do, do you feel like you've been grasped by it? Or are you still on the outside? I, I, I'm definitely on the inside now. I can hold okay. very well in conversations with people just on lore and mm. stuff. And I impress mm. myself when I know something that they don't. Because especially I haven't that, read... Go ahead. Uh, especially with like the fact that the person like closest that you who does Lord of the Rings, she's more into hobbits mm-hmm. than like you can like throw that Silmarillion knowledge at her. And, she's and then like, I feel so cool. Oh, <laughs> It does feel powerful, but yeah. because I haven't read it, I'm still very rusty with names. So like, okay. I'll I'll constantly need Paul to be like, oh, this it's this person that th- did this, or it was that elf. You have your own copy for... now. Yes, yeah. So I will actually be reading through and okay, you know, better at the names. But that's I, I yeah. like I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm in it. I'm so okay. in it. I'm Good. very excited for the series. I think these posters really like. I just, I just love like characters. I love characters. Mm, so I all, do too. everything yeah. we got in these posters, very exciting. It's so characterful. It's so colorful. It's so vibrant. It's so mm-hmm. interesting. They got I hate me. That they've made they've me got excited. Me. Yeah, they got me. They fucking got me. The bastards. <laughs> these, these, <laughs> these bastards. They don't know what they're doing. I. <sighs> and I love, I love fandom talk. I love theorizing. I like hearing why you think it's this, that, or like it's just the little <laughs> Easter eggs. Amazing. Yes. I love it. 
Well, I'm uh, glad it's we did not talk. you for two and a half hours. It's fandom talk where we're kind of like talk. It's like listening to flat earthers, but without being that harmful. Mm, yes, but yes, no, but we're preferred. literally flat earthers because the earth is flat at this moment. <laughs> True. Like the middle earth is middle this, earth we is are actually flat earthers. This is the flat God. earth fandom. Uh, All right. Well, I believe that's it. So, everyone, yeah. thank you for oh, tuning in to this. God, I can't even say it's like a short episode. This is longer than our average episodes. All the info you need. We'll put this in the description, special. too. These are our specials. Mm-hmm. We'll put in the description where to find Aaron as well on all their yes. social medias. Thank you, Aaron, for always being our guest and uh, being able to banter with Paul when I cannot. <laughs> if, uh, we can provide the information welcome. where to find Aaron if you want to get mad like me at so many of their opinions yes. uh, and then think hard and think kind of for a bit wait a minute they're kind of right on some aspect mm, and then get real I mad about it's, that it's um, the worst part about me it's my worst trait <laughs> being right about Lord of the Rings <laughs> okay I won't always say right you're I am still <laughs> so annoyed by your fucking Radagast is elitist post fucking bullshit the man lives in the woods he's okay, elitist and maybe thinking animals are better than people but, but uh, exactly though <laughs> fuck off they are better than people no um uh, <laughs> anyway but yes uh you can always find uh us on our new twitter uh yes oh which mm-hmm. is uh the silmarillion twitter account uh it's at silmar Silly Marillions, plural. At silly Marillions. Silly Marillions, plural. Because someone took the Silly Marillions, so. We'll oh, wow, silly Marillions, plural. Yeah. Um, but, and uh, our Patreon. Shout out to our Patreon. Yeah, and our Patreon. Patreon.com slash, is it Silly Marillion? The Silly Marillion. The Silly Marillion. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you, can, you too can sponsor us. Uh, we have two tiers currently. One, the first tier is just, hey, if you want to give us money, we appreciate <laughs> that. It's like a dollar fifty, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one's five dollars, uh, because uh, every month we will put out just kind of us us shooting the breeze podcast, uh, talking bullshit, talking whatever comes to mind at the time, probably while drunk. Oh uh, yeah. So uh, for five dollars, you get that. Uh, later tiers will be added. Uh, once we start generating more content over time, let us know what you want in those tiers, and let us we'll know, listen to you. Yeah, like let us know what you'd want from your money's worth, uh, because I want to feel like we're actually giving you guys something you actually want. Um, yeah. So, also special thanks to Jack Hook for composing Jack. the music of this of our opening and closing, and of course uh, to Wool for uh, making our new cover art. Of me as Gollum and Tori as Bilbo. So cute. Uh, as we uh, <laughs> go through our reading of The Hobbit. Uh, again, new episodes out every Wednesday uh, for our general kind of, not every Wednesday, every other every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, yeah. Uh, in regards to our regular kind of our little book club thing, the mm-hmm. proper Silmarillion. And then these things, the Eagles are coming. They when, might just jump out of the closet and scare you or some shit. Because whenever the Amazon Prime Studios drop stuff on us, yeah, whenever we'll they this drop on something you. of interest, yeah. uh, <laughs> you can hear us ramble about it. On that, uh, sometimes featuring Aaron. Yeah, uh, we love sometimes. Aaron. Not always. Sometimes. 
Uh, you know what? And sometimes we might want to see if we could get like other guests on for uh, yeah. as well. Uh, you should get Jamie on eventually. Uh, he, I, sh- he would... I should. I should think about getting Jamie on, uh, and then maybe Molly might be interested. Though she can only tell us so much given her uh, knowledge of things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yes. So. Da da da. Da da da. Da da da.